the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm here. I went over to the uh, state fair today. They had the uh, food tasting for the media. They bring us over each year, and they want us to taste the food, and then we vote on what's the best new item for the fair and what's the uh, the most uh, creative item that they have that they're putting out on the menu. And the best tasting, and I agreed with this, I voted for this, is the deep fried lasagna it is good it's really good I'm not saying it's good for you i'm just saying it's good now the most creative uh one was the funnel cake cheeseburger what it is is it just take the funnel cakes and use that as the bun it sounds good. And, but here's the key. I, I'm wondering. I didn't ask the guy. I should have asked him. Does that include if they use the cherry or apple pie filling that they can put on? To, I wonder if that goes along with And you're that. losing weight. Oh, yeah. I'm not eating. How? I didn't eat all that. I didn't eat it all. I, you know, they give you just little taste things of it. And I see, what did I have? I had, I had the lasagna, which was good. I got to tell you, that was good. That was my lunch, mainly. And then I had, um, what was it, coconut cream pie, little tiny taste of that. I mean, look, the spoon looked like somebody from, you know, Land of the Giants <laughs> would have used it, the little tiny spoon. So anyway, you had that, and uh, trying to think what else I had. I didn't have much. I had about just three things. I'm pretty sure that much. I just gained 10 pounds listening to what you ate. Yeah. But this year, I, I thought it was a little bit down this year as far as you know uh the food went there wasn't anything really outrageous like they usually have Dwayne. i mean i'll i'll never forget a couple of years ago when i went there and they had deep fried butter <laughs> i'm not kidding you big, big old thing of butter battered and deep fried and I'm going to tell you, I love butter. I remember my kids, being, when they were little, they would eat it just Yeah, bite off it off the oh, bar. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I'm just telling you, I, I can't eat it by the spoonful anymore. My my arteries rebel. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> won't, right. Won't let me do that. But that's what I did for lunch today. Any place they're giving me free food, I'll show up. I'm pretty sure my arteries are hardening as we speak. Yeah, so it, well, I didn't eat enough of it to harden. <laughs> I, I really didn't. I, I did good today, but that, that's how I've lost my weight. You were asking me earlier how I lost weight. I've cut back my portions. I do a thing that's called uh, intermittent fasting, mm. and 
I stop eating at 8 o'clock at night, and I do not eat again until 11 a.m. Um, actually, I think that that's what uh, my wife's doing at the moment. That's how that's how I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you stuff in what you normally would have eaten right. if you had all that other time to eat. You cut back on your portions, and you will slowly lose weight. I mean, I've it's been now, I started, what, May of, no, February of last year. So that's what, we're uh, in the 10th month right now? Yeah. So 18, 18 months, basically, 18, 20 months. Looking good. 20 months. And I've lost 65 pounds. That's amazing. So I'm, I'm doing good. You, you know? are? Doing good. So we're going to talk car, house, life, motorcycle, boat insurance or everything that you that you need to go out and to insure at your home a lot of people think they are insured and then they find out when they sit down and really talk to somebody they go man i got a really good deal on my insurance then you start digging in and you start looking at and you mentioned to me you know you you bought your home and it was let's say a hundred thousand dollars when you bought it You've been with the same insurance guy. A lot of people stay with the same person for years and years and years. So let's say you've been with him 15 years, and uh, you've never changed anything. So you're still paying what you paid 15 years ago, and you're feeling pretty good, except if you let Dwayne do an audit, he's going to show you that if your house burned down today, you wouldn't be able to rebuild it. Your insurance would not rebuild your house, and that's what you're expecting it to do. I think that most people um, will understand when you talk about the fact that, say, 15, 20 years ago, it might have cost $60, $65 a square foot to rebuild a house, to build a house. And in, in today's market, you're looking between 100 and $110 a square foot. So Big difference. A huge difference. And if you're staying with the same guy and you're still insuring the same amount – the on, the only time that unfortunately most folks find out that they're not covered the way that they should be is when it's too late. Now here's my that's the scary part. Here's my uh, statement about that. If your insurance agent doesn't call you every year and go over your policy with you, right. get a new insurance agent. That's right. That's you need right. to be I mean, being honest with people. Well, and you need to be talking at least every year with people and um, with someone. And the thing too is that it, we we get into a, a habit, and it, and it happens in my office, to be honest. And I and I have to you know keep an eye on it. But we don't want to feel like we're pushing someone or we're trying to sell somebody something all the time. And so it it almost gets to where you're a little bit scared to call someone just yeah. because they might think you're I understand that. But it, it it's a it's an open it should be an open relationship where that you're having a conversation and it's not about sales. It's about making sure that you have what you need and what should be covered. Well yeah. If something bad happens you want to make sure that things are taken care of. That's right. And the only way that happens is you, the professional dealing with this, tell me what I need. I, You know, when it comes to insurance and your doctor and all of that, a lot of that, it's all laid down in trust. Right. And so, you know, you got to, you got to be able to trust the person that they're going to, they're going to tell you what it's, uh, you know, where you're at. 
My I, insurance agent does that. I had lost a uh, – well, this, I went yesterday and spoke with the lady um, who owned a, a business next to mine, and she had um, lost her husband two years ago, she said. Okay. And that she had not looked at her insurance since then. And so we pulled it out and started looking. And um, they had her contents covered for $23,000. Okay. Which, when they opened this up seven years ago, might have been pretty close to what the contents. But now, you know, I had her turn around. And just as an example, I said, um, you know, how much would one of those chairs cost? Now, you have to picture this is a big reclining chair with a uh, foot bath at the end of it that has a massager and steam and all <laughs> that really stuff. good so chairs. yes sir so that you know you're looking at three to she said three to four thousand which i'm thinking is probably not even enough but if you did that she had six of them behind her and so we're talking about even if we used her numbers it being somewhere around eighteen thousand and then that's before they even look at all the equipment and all the nail polish and all the stuff that was around oh, her and, and i mean she she had fifty thousand dollars worth of stuff inside the building and so if, God forbid, it was to burn down, something happened to it, it, she wouldn't get enough to reopen. Okay. And so commercially, that's that's something that needs to be done, too, looking at it both commercial and residential um, and and keeping up with it and having that discussion with your agent on a regular basis. No, that's what you got to do. On yes, a reg- and I'm, I'm just saying yearly, it, it, it's like, you know how you check, you're supposed to check your smoke alarm yearly? To make sure that the batteries are good, you should always check on your uh, home insurance or your life insurance or your car insurance. All of that you should check. Sometimes it might go up. Sometimes it might actually go down. Well, and I, I talk to folks. That what I try to do is if they have their auto with me, which we try to do most most of the time, um, it, every six months I'll have to call them on their auto anyway. And so I try to have that conversation. And one of the ones that I had last week, uh, in fact, was that as I was sitting there talking to him, oh, and he said, you know, um, I forgot to tell you, but we put in a, an alarm system and a, a fire uh, detection system in our house. Do we get a discount for that? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's not always going to be bad. It's not always right. going to be something that you have to pay more for. It Absolutely. could be something that's a good thing. And and just having those conversations is a good thing. Dwayne Smith is with us. He's over on Keel in Sherwood. What's the exact uh, address? 30, 3920 East Keel, Suite 8. All right. And the phone number? is It's 501-819-0373. We can come back. We're going to talk to him. If you got questions, here's your uh, person to talk to i mean this is the man who keeps mr mayhem at bay we'll talk further when we come back on the dave ellswick show okay friend of mine is here in the studio today Dwayne smith is here i've been talking about Dwayne for quite some time now a couple of years but i've been talking about him before that because uh he went up to sturgis yeah he, he actually got on a motorcycle and rode all the way there and then rode all the way back. I think going up there, you got all that adrenaline flowing. It's not so back. But when you're coming back and all the adrenaline's drained away, you've had all your experiences, then your butt starts talking to your mind. It's true. And it's hurting. Well, and, and I also <laughs> did it the wrong way. I, the One of the things, we, we rode up in stages, so it took us about five days to get up there. We took the Chisholm Trail from okay. Oklahoma up to uh, South Dakota. 
And so that wasn't near as bad. Coming home, I waited till the last minute to come home and had to do it in two days. And you got on the expressway. Yes, sir. And, and came back. And 21 hours later. You went all the way across South Dakota and took a right. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's basically the way it works when you go up there. It's a straight drop straight down but absolutely gorgeous yeah it's Worth beautiful every i mean i look at it now and i mean i think the day after i got back i probably wasn't saying this but it's, right. it was the best trip i've ever made well, i'll tell you what south dakota is a pretty state it's gorgeous the whole thing all the way through we live in such an amazing country and it was just unbelievable. now come on it's not an amazing country you know it's I mean, listen a, to the Democrats. Come on. No, it's an awesome country, and I and I and let somebody tell me different. I I'll guarantee you. Yeah. Well, you and I both have served, so we know how awesome it's a country. A lot of people never been outside this country, so they don't know how awesome this country really, really is. Yes, sir. Where did you go? Well, I'm actually all over the world. There was uh, when I got out, there were 16 countries I hadn't been to, um, but wow. that's that's grown. Uh, because okay. they keep making countries, it seems like. But, yeah, some break up and become more that's countries. Right. Yeah. Um, lived in London, England for three years and as a, worked at the American Embassy. And so I got to travel extensively all over Europe during wow. that time. cool. And it, that was very cool. And then um, married a lady that's from England. Mm-hmm. And so we got to go back and spend time with her parents. And, and unfortunately, she lost her dad last year. But... Well, tell her I'm sorry about uh, yes, that. Yes, sir, and and it's been rough on her, but the, her mom's still there, and, and we need to get back. But whenever we would go, we'd always try to go to a different place that I hadn't been to, you know, for at least a day or two. So, so have you been out Far East yet? I've been uh, to, let's see, Laos and to— You've been uh, to the Far East if you've Korea. been to Laos. Yes, sir. I, uh, we, and that was— South Korea is a great country. It is. And, and like I said, I'm— one of the things that it definitely teaches you is looking back at America, seeing it in a different eye, a oh, different sure. view, but also to listen to others talk about it. And when they get to railing on how terrible America is, is when we're most successful in doing the things we're supposed to be doing. So I, I know that's a little bit on You know the, what makes me really proud right now? All this crap that's going on with China over there with Hong Kong. What flag are those people waving? That's exactly right. They're waving our flag. Well, in Venezuela, and you know, we're trying to get to socialism, and they're trying to get out of it. Yeah, so. they're trying to get as far away from it as possible. Yes, yeah, sir. I understand. Okay, let's get back. We'll Sorry. Get, we'll get back. No, it's me. I'm the one who chases <laughs> rabbits. Let's get back and, and talk further about insurance. Uh, let's just kind of go buy different types of insurance. I know that you want to, if you can, with a person, have them bring all of their insurance under one umbrella with you. Of course. That's the way they're going to save money. But let's just start off with home insurance. Yes, sir. What are some of the things a person typically doesn't consider when they're considering putting their home under an insurance policy? Well, the uh, the main one is that what people don't uh, don't want to forget or that they really want to pay attention to is that we kind of touched on it. It's about $110 a square foot to rebuild a house. So whatever you have your home insured for, you want to make sure that there's enough in there to be able to rebuild it back to the way it was before the fire. Okay. Um, or the destruction. And so, you know, the, the little things, um, 
one of the things that I'll always tell people with all the different insurances, and I need everybody to understand, you'll hear the honesty in this, is that with all the different insurances, they're all, they all come with their own niche. And so one's not always going to be perfect for everyone. Um, and, and I'll be able to tell you that we'll be able to look at it, sit down, I can give you your circumstances. And if all States not right for you, then at least you'll know, and you know where you can go to, to do that. Um, just as an example, all state, um, our niche is a new roof. Um, if you've got a new roof, there's not going to be an insurance company in Arkansas that's going to be cheaper than all state. Um, and, and, you know, especially buying a new house. I mean, I would really consider all state and you can give us a call. Um, 501-819-0373 and um, you can we can talk to you and show you um, I wrote a house the other day that was uh, I think it worked out it was somewhere around $840 and it was a 1600 square foot house Okay, um, but it was just brand new she had just finished it she was just moving into it just bought it so that's the kind of thing like I said I mean if if we look at it let us do an audit let us talk about it but the the biggest things is you, you want to make sure that your liability if someone falls and strikes their head on your doorstep you you got to understand you're going to be re- responsible for their bills yeah let me let me throw in something here if you happen to have uh, a job that maybe puts you out in the public eye. Let's say you're a radio talk show host. That's right. You may want to have a little bit more money to cover you because somebody might hurt themselves and they think, well, you know, he's swimming around in cash. And so they come looking for extra cash. I'm, I, I did that. I added that on. Well, and that's one of the things you can do with that. You can add it to your different policies, whether it be your auto policy or your home policy, and that's a good thing to do. But another thing to consider is the cheapest way to do it and make sure that you get it the most bang from your buck is is you could add something like a an umbrella policy. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but the umbrella is just what it says. It, it covers you. Um, so whenever your liability on your home or the liability on your auto goes is finished and you meet your max on it, then your umbrella would kick in and carry out to whatever you set it at, $1 million, $2 million. But because it's not used daily, because it's not something that's going to be hit automatically, it, they're very, very inexpensive. So it's a wonderful way of adding that liability, that coverage, th- without having to pay big bucks for it. Yeah, and that's what I have. Yes, sir. And just so to make sure that... I'm covered because right. I understand that I'm not saying it's going to be a best friend or somebody like that, but if it's just somebody who's attending my house, maybe having a barbecue and I've, I've met them. And so I've invited them over and they're over by the pool and they trip on the, you know, the, by the pool and hit their head. They might think that they can get a few more dollars out of me and I got a little bit more coverage just in or case Or if you're in happens. a car, that's right. Or if you're in a car wreck, the other thing to think about, you're in a car wreck and somebody, you get out and they realize who you are. And if they know you like I know you, they know you're rich. And so, <laughs> and, and, and so if they, you know, they think they can get more That's out good. of you. So it, it's, a, it's just a smart thing to do. Yeah. It really is. He really knows me and he knows I'm not anywhere near rich. Believe me, I'm in radio. I'm not in. TV and even being in TV now is not the way it used to be. That's exactly right. I can right. tell you that for a fact. Okay, so 
that's one thing to look at. You're saying that if you got a new, when you say a new roof, how old? Um, within three years, um, two to three years. And then, you know, there's other factors that factor in. And we're, we're always very competitive, um, very competitive on homeowners insurance. And so I'll be right there. Um, you know, I, I may not always be the, the least expensive, but I'm always going to be the best. And that's the, that's how I look at it as far as it's concerned. Well, the way I look at it, if I got to pay a little bit more to get a whole lot more coverage, right? I'll pay a little bit more. And we'll talk about that as we continue. Wayne and I are going to be on here for this hour. He always says, an hour, Dave? I can't talk about insurance for an hour. Yeah, you can. Give you, us a call. Give us got, something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you got something you want to ask, you go right ahead. 823-0965. It's Dave Ellswick Show. We're talking insurance right now here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Back with you. Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, we're talking car insurance today. Dwayne Smith is here. He's an Allstate agent. That means in a cage in his uh, office, he has Mr. Mayhem, and he keeps him away from you. And that's a good thing. Because Mr. Mayhem, whether he's a cat or whether he's parking cars at the local football game, will cause you problems. Just to let you know, those are some of the greatest commercials ever conceived. Or snow on your car. Oh, I love that one. Make, I'm handle. making snow angels. That's yeah, right. you got to love that kind of stuff. But yeah, the, those are. But they bring a very valid point in a humorous way uh, to people's attention. You got to be prepared for the most uh, for things to happen that you're not prepared to happen. That's right. And that's where you come in. It is. I don't think that most folks realize, but um, Allstate started in 1931, and it started in Sears and Roebuck uh, stores in Chicago, yeah. and spread been around, haven't they? Yes, sir, and spread throughout the United States, always in Sears stores. And there was a time when there, you know, that was the only store that you could buy most of your goods from. Yep. And so when they moved into a state, it had an all-state agency inside the store. And so as people bought cars and started doing it, they become – today, the insurance business is over $500 billion a year. That's with a B, Dave. Yes. And the thing that, you know, I want folks to realize, we're, we're number two in the, in the United States in property and casualty. And that is, a, you know, strong. In Arkansas, uh, we just are not that well-known, but they've always been there, and they're always, you know, they're huge. They're throughout the United States. Okay, so we taught, we, we, we touched a little bit on on home. I want to ask specifically about one thing. Okay. Uh, and I, I warn people about this all the time, and that is we have tornadoes in Arkansas. Yes, sir. If you didn't know that. Uh, and the bottom, and I know you know that. I'm talking about to my listeners, and I'm sure you know it. If you live in Valonia, I know you know about tornadoes. But here's the key: you get hit by a tornado, maybe you have all the necessary insurance to build your house back, but do you have the insurance necessary to clean up after your house has been destroyed? That's exactly right. Part of the issue too is that the you know, always making sure that there's enough in there for uh, debris removal, but also about your contents. And I tell folks, it, it, the easiest way to think about contents is if you picked up a house 
if you could pick up a house and you took the you know took it and turned it upside down and shook it anything that fell out of that house is what we call contents and so if something was to happen um and your contents were burnt or ruined or uh, what have you you want enough coverage to be able to purchase the TVs that you had um the chairs the couches that sort of thing. So it's it's very important that, again, when you're sitting down and you're going over everything, that you, yes, get the best price that you can get, but also make sure that you're getting the best coverage that you can get. And that's where I come in, and, and again, it's where I, I, I think I excel at is I'll talk to you. If I don't get your business, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd much rather run you off being truthful than lie to you and get your business. Okay. All right, so we've talked about people's homes. Let's talk about you can go out and do this now and uh, pick one up, a pickup truck. That's almost as expensive as your house that that's you first exactly bought. Right. All right, so that means you've got to be sure that you've got uh, comprehensive coverage on that car because you're going to be paying for it for a long time, typically. So uh, what are some of the main things people need to keep in mind? There, another thing too is is again that conversation, but talking to folks about uh, rather than you know trying to up your deductible to lower your premium, perhaps we we talk about that and we talk about the making you know sure that you're covering everything the way it's supposed to be covered for you. Um, today, if you go to get your tags, we all know that you have to have um, in proof of insurance. And insurance on your car, and so the state minimums are twenty five thousand, fifty thousand, twenty five thousand. Okay, and but I, those are minimum. Well, that's exactly right, and 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 I tell everybody whether you like to hear it or not, this is the truth. If you have twenty five, fifty, twenty five on your car insurance right now, you are underinsured. I talked to a guy today, um, in fact, and he was hit by a car, and the. The other person was at fault, and um, he was badly injured. In fact, he's disabled and unable to go back to work. Oh, wow. Um, And he had over $180,000 worth of uh, medical bills. And because the person that hit him had state minimums, he got a check for $25,000 from the insurance company. well over $100,000 of, of bills, and he got a $25,000 check. Folks, there's not a car running on the road today that is less than $25,000. There's there's a few, maybe, and you'll know them, but for the most part, everything, and that's where, again, it, my luck, if I pulled out, I'd hit a Mercedes, and it's a $80,000 car, and I've got, you know, 25, yeah. 50, 25, and... And that, you know, 25000 that it's talking about. So let me explain this. 25000 is your medical um, for one person in the car, up to 25000 per person medically. Um, if there's more than one person in the cars that are hurt, it'll pay up to 50000 as an aggregate for medical bills. The 25000 that's at the end of that, so twenty five fifty twenty five is for the vehicles. And if you're at fault, that's if, your if vehicle. If you've gone out and bought a new car and you got in for twenty five grand and it's a pickup truck or an SUV, who'd you steal it from? Well, and let's take that a step further. Not only is that twenty five thousand for your vehicle, but if you're at fault, it's for the other vehicle as well. 
and it goes to them first. So anything that's over that is out of your pocket. And so it's very, very important to have that conversation with your insurance agent and talking about, you know, what, what is best suited for you and okay. and making sure that you're covered and, and getting it. And I agree with getting the best price, but you want to get the best insurance. But you have to the have the price. coverage. That's right. You know, it, it it's like anything else. If whatever you pay doesn't cover what you need to be covered, then it's not worth what you're paying. That's exactly right. And the only time that you'll ever find out that you're in that situation is when it's too late. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I can understand when you, you know, you're pinching pennies because you're maybe you're a you're a husband, you're a father, you're paying on a house, you're paying to put your kids in school and all the other things that go on. But you gotta play, as I like to say, you gotta play the game smart. And that's where Dwayne comes in. You go sit down with him, and when we come back, we got to take a break. In the final segment with him, I'm going to have him talk about, he does a thing called an audit. You come in, bring your insurance with you. He will audit with you, and uh, he will, I would say, 96% of the time beat whatever it is you bring into the, the front door with you. Just so you'll know. I'm, I'm that sure about it. We'll come back. We'll talk more about all of this on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. 13 minutes till 3 o'clock. Coming up at uh, 3, you'll want to definitely be with me because we're going to be talking to Stephanie Taub. She's a senior counsel to First Liberty Institute, uh, and uh, we're going to be looking at the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the arguments made yesterday in the Supreme Court dealing with sexual orientation or gender identity discrimination. Big, big things happening there. We're going to talk about it, try to bring us up all on what exactly is happening. And then at 335, Congressman French Hill will be with us. And uh, we got two major topics to talk about in our 25 minutes with him uh, this Wednesday, and that is, one, Syria, and then, two, impeachment and what the White House did yesterday with the letter they sent to the House. So I'll be wanting to hear what the congressman has to say about that. All right, so let's continue on with uh, Dwayne Smith. He is here. He's with Allstate. Uh, Dwayne uh, is on my show every day uh, of me talking about his business because he knows his business, and he'll help you with his knowledge of his knowledge of insurance. Let's talk about, you were telling me that uh, people uh, need to have an audit done. Yes, sir. Talk about that. The, the biggest thing about getting insurance, and once you've got it and you're comfortable and you like the guy that, or the person that you purchased your insurance from, people have a tendency to just kind of back down um, and, and let it go quiet because it just it, it seems like it's maybe better that way. And in reality, um, that's not the case. It, it needs to be an open uh, relationship where you're talking on a regular basis and talking every three to six months and, and, you know, at least every year about everything that you're doing. And so if you were to uh, get all of your declaration pages or your policy information um, and bring it to us, we'll sit down and we go through it. And if you're properly covered at a rate that is, is fantastic, then we let you know. Um, spoke with a young lady yesterday that that we looked at everything and and we couldn't better it in price 
or in insurance. She was properly covered. And so I told her that and, and, actually, and she smiled. She did. She? she went away. She went away feeling better about what she had because she came in saying that they were charging her too much. Mm-hmm. And so once we looked at everything and I explained how the coverages worked and what everything was and was honest with her, she was happy. And, and that's the relationship that I'm looking for. If I can't sell you something, I can be I can be honest with you. I can talk to you. We can show you where that, you know, at least build that relationship and that's important to me yeah but here's what you do yeah you want to close the sale there's nothing wrong with that however you're going to make sure that closing the sale means that the other person is getting a good deal the best deal that that's possible yes sir that's correct i mean you're not going to make sure that you look and you go this is pretty good man what they got but i'm going to sell them anyway because I need the business. No, that's not the way you do business. Well, and and it and it, that doesn't cause you to to grow and to become successful over time doing business that way. Um, and the way I look at it is, is I will be successful. It is going to happen. It it's just going to be done the right way. And I may not be, you know, gangbusters and selling the, the number one salesman in Arkansas. That pretty close, but I'm not. Um, but I'm not. But I can guarantee you that I won't do something that that you will regret or I will regret. Okay. So when folks come in and you do this audit with them, now they're thinking home insurance. They're thinking car insurance. If they have a motorcycle, they should think about motorcycle insurance. They got a boat. Probably think about boat insurance. That's right. Uh, and uh, you all do. Life insurance. Yes, sir. And we're actually very, very good at life insurance. Um, One of the things we offer, I don't believe anyone in the state of Arkansas offers like we do, uh, but it's um, income replacement insurance. Um, And it's set up to where rather than getting a $300,000 lump sum, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but 93% of all the lottery winners in the United States are filing bankruptcy within three years of winning the lottery. That's because I've never won it. Well, there's truth in that, but <laughs> but the thing you'd be the the three percent. I part would of, be. But part of what happens is that people get a lump sum and they they just start throwing the money out and yep. doing and buying stuff and not really paying attention. And so one of the deals that I like is the way that this life insurance is set up is that it pays a monthly income. So if you go in there and you say, you know, I bring home five thousand dollars a month. Then, whenever you purchase a life insurance policy, we do it for three hundred thousand. The life insurance policy, and then what it's designed to do is for five years, it will pay five thousand dollars a month out. And then that way, and it also has a built-in deal where it pays ten thousand dollars the first check, Mm -hmm. and that's for burial and for all the the you know stuff at the end, but. Over time, each month, they're going to get a check, and it's tax-free, but it's, it, every month they get a check for $5,000. It's a nice check to get. Well, and it's just making sure that your family is taken care of well, when sure. you depart. That's why you buy life insurance. That's right. And and to me, it's not – I don't want to give them $300,000 and then and expect that to last. It won't last for, th- for five years. I, I just don't see how it could. But if you set it up this way, then you know that they're at least getting your income for the next five years if, God forbid, something happened. You know what they say the first thing you should get if you win the lottery? The CPA. 
That's exactly. Well, there's yes, sir. That's right. And let them help you take care of it because you want to protect that money. And I mean, we and we do things like annuities and things like that yeah. that we can help you with. And and we're we're you know kind of a one stop shop as far as that's concerned. But the I think that. That my biggest concern is just making sure that when we discuss things, that we discuss all the different aspects, the various, um, you know, things like people don't think about it, but boats. You were talking about boats. Not only do we insure the boats at a very, very low rate, and mm-hmm. we're super competitive, if not the best, on pricing, but what about the trailer that it that it yeah, hauls around? See, that, that's what I'm you know, saying. The, the, or or motors, the ATVs. We do ATVs. We do people have got them and they don't have anything on them. Ooh, that's not um, good. You know, and, and and today, you know, an average lawnmower is sixty five hundred dollars. Can you imagine? I mean, that just blows my mind when I think about it. Um, I think I paid eighty six hundred for ours just because we have so much acreage to mow. But the the biggest things that people don't talk about is what happens if that lawnmower is in a barn out on your property and burns down. Yep. You know, and is it is, is that it covered? covered? That's right. And so those are the kind of things that I think most people don't want to think about. And obviously, I, you know, that's a, a terrible thing is to think about death or to think about burning or, or something happening to you. And, and for some reason, everybody thinks that you're going to bring it on to yourself if, it, if you talk about it. That's not the case. And, and, you know, and again, if we talk about it, I'm not necessarily going to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this question. If. Everybody, if you have a home, and let's say you've had it for, I'm just going to arbitrarily say 10 years, okay? And you've had it for 10 years. You spend a lot of money on all that stuff that's inside your home. How can you make sure that if something bad happens and takes out what you have, that you'll be able to replace what you have at the cost of what it cost today, not when you bought it? That's right. It's to, to buy the replacement um, insurance. Um, there are different ways to write things. Um, if you ever hear of someone talking about ACV or RCT, um, you the biggest things that you can do um, is make sure that you're getting a replacement cost. Now, they do tend to to go up each year in increments just time you know so far knock on wood uh, all state has been really good about being steady and stable but one of the things that you want to pay attention to is if it's written acv your actual cost value then your policy is going to be worth what your house was worth when you first took out the insurance yeah that's fine but it's worth a lot more now. Right. And 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 because it costs a lot more to rebuild the house and and all those things that we've talked about. Those are the kind of, you know, questions that that people need to be asking. All right. Just just giving you some things to talk to Dwayne a bit about. Go in, he'll give you a cup of coffee. I know he'll <laughs> do that. Dwayne Smith is over on Keel in Sherwood. He's going to give you the exact address in just a moment. He'll give you the phone number. He'll give you you got your website up now. I do, so yes, sir. So you give you a place you go on on web. Here you go. It's all yours now. Tell them where to go. It, our address, our actual address is 3920 East Kill Avenue, Sherwood, Arkansas. It's Suite 8. Um, best way to tell you is it's right behind uh, Subway in that little shopping center that that brings you to. And our phone number is 501-819-0373. 
and you can find us online. I'm on Facebook, uh, All State Agent Dwayne Smith, um, under you know on Facebook, and uh, that's a really good place to get. Or you can um, you can get us on my website, which is All State Agents slash Dwayne Smith at allstate.com. All right. Those are all the places to go. What's the phone number one more time? 501-819-0373. Give him a call. I I will promise you this. If he can't beat what you've already got, it can't be beat. Dwayne, thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you coming in. Let's take a break. Coming up, Stephanie Taub. The Senior Counsel for First Liberty Institute. And the Civil Rights Act of 64 argued yesterday before the Supreme Court. What happened? She'll tell us when we come back. Second hour, Dave Ellswick show today. Yesterday, Supreme Court uh, in session, hearing one of their first cases dealing with the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and it's all uh, over sexual orientation or gender identity discrimination and how uh, you know how that's to be interpreted. And depending on how the Supreme Court. Uh, sees this is going to have a lot to do with how faith-based nonprofits across the country uh, are going to be able to continue to maintain employee codes of conduct and all of those type of things. And so I asked Stephanie Taub to join us today. She's the senior counsel to First Liberty Institute, and uh, let's get her up here on the show. And by the way, Robert Steinbach uh, told me to tell you hello, Stephanie. He is a a weekly contributor to the Dave Ellswick show and said that you and him have crossed paths several times. Oh, yes. Be sure to tell him hello as well. Um, it's uh, it's good to, always good to hear from him. Okay, so let's talk here. What happened yesterday? Uh, I'm sure if you weren't there, you had people who were there and who were able to yeah. tell you exactly what went down. <laughs> 
Yeah, so yesterday the Supreme Court heard oral argument in three cases about federal employment discrimination law. In, um, as you mentioned, they're really about the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and what, that, uh, how the, what the best way is to interpret that act. So that act uh, prohibited sex discrimination in the workplace. So in, every, in essentially every workplace that employs 15 or more individuals. And so now the Supreme Court has to decide whether that prohibition includes uh, sexual orientation and gender identity discrimination. Oh, wow. So what we're looking at, do we stay with what we've had or do they expand out? That's basically what we're looking at. And uh, expansion is kind of a dangerous thing because, for instance, you know, transsexuals and, and all of that, I've got some real problems with a lot of that that's going on right now. So the question the question before the court isn't the policy question of what the law should be, because, of course, that's Congress's job to make the law, and Congress is free to change the law at any time. So the, the job of the Supreme Court is to figure out what the law says. So what did Congress mean in 1964 when it prohibited sex discrimination? Okay. And I'm with the First Liberty Institute. We are a nonprofit law firm that defends religious liberty for all Americans. And we filed a friend of the court brief that focused, that really did focus and hone in on the implications for religious freedom. Uh, because the outcome of this case could impact um, not only uh, federal workplaces across the country, um, but that includes churches and synagogues and religious schools and charities and other nonprofits. Um, so we're asking the court. Um, to remember the impact that their decisions will have on, on these ministries. Yeah, well, here's the key. Their job is to interpret the law, and as you said, as it was written in 1964. If the law is to be expanded, that is the job of Congress and not of the court, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, and Congress is really the one that's in the best position to really balance all of the concerns here. And uh, so, so for example, in federal employment discrimination law, usually when you see um, any sort of expansion to it, you have corresponding uh, religious exemptions to make sure that this doesn't have a, this doesn't infringe on the First Amendment rights of churches and, and other religious ministries. Um, but here, if the judges, if um, if you're having judicial expansion of the law, they might not be able to take into or adequately take into all of these kinds of policy concerns. So that's just a, an important reason why the separation of powers is so important in this country. All right. So this is just one oral argument that are going to be heard by the Supreme Court dealing with religious liberty. What are some other things that we can expect that they're going to take up during this uh, term? Yeah, so um, so they heard the oral arguments in these cases um, just yesterday, and so we'll probably find out what happens uh, in um, in the spring some, at some point in the spring, um, and possibly earlier. So other cases that they could be considering are another really important one has to do with uh, school choice. So there is a uh, state program that provided, um, let's see, it provided funding for low-income families to be able to afford to send their children to a private school of their choice. And it was a religion-neutral program, so parents could choose to send their kids to secular private schools or religious private schools. But some people uh, sued because some of the parents were choosing to 
to uh, send their kids to religious schools, and they didn't like that. And so the entire program got shut down. And so now that case is going to be taken up by the Supreme Court very soon. Oh, fantastic. So maybe we'll be able to break through religious discrimination here. Yeah, we hope so, because it seems like it's a perfectly neutral law, and um, it's not promoting religion. It's letting the parents choose whatever they think is best for education, whatever they think is the best educational opportunities for their own children. All right. And what else uh, are, are on the docket for the Supreme Court? Well, I know there's quite a few cases that we've asked the Supreme Court uh, to take up or other um, other religious liberty organizations have asked the Supreme Court to take up. And we're still waiting to hear back um, with whether or not the court is going to take up some of those decisions. Um, so, for example, um, let's see, there are cases that are talking. There are a few cases that are talking about. Um, I guess it's still about federal employment discrimination law, but these cases have to do specifically when you're talking about religious schools and the protections that religious schools have to hire teachers that are teaching teaching the the tenets of their faith to children. Um, So those are very important cases that the Supreme Court may or may not take up. Okay. Does the court seem at this time, I know the president seems to be more, uh, best way, uh, leaning our way about religious liberty. We've seen that. But what about the Supreme Court? I mean, adding Kavanaugh in, has that helped us some? Well, it, it's definitely, it definitely is cause for optimism for a return to religious liberty. I know we've seen just in the past term, um, my firm, First Liberty Institute, we won a case that um, had to do with a World War One veterans memorial uh, that was almost a hundred years old, and some people were challenging it because it was shaped like a cross. Right. Uh, right. And so um, the Supreme Court, um, in a seven to two decision, actually held that that cross was constitutional and um, it could remain as a tribute to those who gave their lives in World War One. Um, so that that was a, a great victory. And then there's been some other signs that the court is, is willing to take a look at, at cases from um, decades and decades ago that uh, went, went the wrong way on, on religious freedom issues. Um, and so they're willing to take a, a second look at those. Um, and so that's, uh, that's, that's definitely cause for optimism. All right. Our guest, Stephanie Taub, she's senior counsel, First Liberty Institute, and uh, that World War I uh, memorial, that was a huge victory for everybody. It, you know, Stephanie, it worries me that in our country, there are people, and it's a minority, you know it, I know it, I think everybody knows it, that want to scrub all the vestiges of Judeo-Christendom out of our history. How do? What's the best way for us to protect against it? I mean, is it just a a, a battle? You got to go to battle every time these people raise their head. They're kind of like you know whack a mole. Yeah. So if you get a, um, I would advise if you get a letter that um, is from a, a group like this um, to to give us a call at firstlibertyinstitute.org so we can talk about your options and what um, and what to do moving forward. Um, so, so yeah, there are people that are standing up for for their rights and not caving when it comes to when it comes to issues like this, and that really protects 
Um, so I, I am always so fond of our clients, and they're really the ones that are taking the brave stand to fight for religious liberty. And what happens in their cases, in our cases, it doesn't just affect them, it affects everybody. So people that are, the, the clients that are really taking up um, a stand for their own religious liberty rights and for the rights of everybody, uh, they're the true heroes here. Well, bottom line is, I mean, people like Todd Starnes, myself and others who talk about these things all the time, people say, oh, Dave, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. I mean, in the country I grew up in back, uh, you know, through the 60s and 70s, Judeo-Christian values were uh, the norm. Uh, They have been attacked and been under under, uh, a battle for since the fifties and we've lost some major ones and we need to go back in and, and win those back. And, but once you lose, you know, kind of lose a Liberty, it's hard to get it back. Is it not? That's true. But, um, but that's why it's so interesting that just last term, the court, um, in one of its opinions, it said that they were willing to reconsider a couple of, uh, a couple of cases that have been around since 1990. And I think one that was around since the seventies uh, that, um, yeah. So, so it's not impossible. All things are possible. Well, bottom line, got to get some common sense, but like Mark Twain said, common sense isn't very common, uh, during, <laughs> during our eras right now. Stephanie Taub, uh, if my listeners want to get a hold of your website, if they'd like to make a a uh, donation, where would they go? So we are First Liberty Institute, and you can go to firstliberty.org. Okay, firstliberty.org. Check it out. If you go there, you can keep up on, on these different bills. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. You can follow all of our cases by going to firstliberty.org. We're a nonprofit, never charges our clients, and we defend religious liberty for all Americans. All right. Well, if you're ever in Little Rock, let me know. We have a microphone for you here, and I'll make sure that Robert Steinbach joins you here on the show. Oh, that would be so wonderful. All right. Thanks so much. We appreciate you, Stephanie Taub, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Remember, firstliberty.org. These are the good folks. These are the folks that could use your uh, your help, a little bit of extra money. You don't have to be a lot. I mean, if everybody listening right now would give 10 bucks, give thousands of dollars to them, that would be a great thing so that they can go out and fight for religious liberty. Let's get a break in. We come back. I've got some uh, uh, sound for you, and then we'll be pre- preparing for our interview at 335 with Congressman French Hill. All right, back. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, I always talk about how I think people like Mika and those kind of folks are out of touch with the average person. Well, Mika admitted something the other day on uh, the Morning Joe show that truly made me say, now I know why she's out of touch. Let me Let me play that for you. This is cut three. Listen to what she says here. You know, Willie Geist, um, I've got to say, there's a reason we pay John Meacham the big bucks. You just had a beautiful, eloquent dissertation on John Marshall, yeah, Edmund Burke, and Burger King. <laughs> and Burger King. Okay. Each way to the big three in. By the way, Willie, you and I, we are the 58% that say let's all go to Burger King. Amen. Okay. Amen. Yeah, or what's the one that does What could be Whopper? better? Is that Burger King? That's Burger King. King. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Whopper. Delicious. <sighs> Welcome uh, to America, Mika. This is your country. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. How does he not know what a Whopper is? Good Lord. You can okay. never have a Whopper. Charco, you just hear what she just said. Come on. Special well, orders don't upset us. All right. Still on. Yeah. All still right. That's all. That's all we got to hear. She's never. Why don't you think about that for a moment, uh, Zach? She's never. She didn't even know what Burger King was. They literally had to hold her hand during that segment and lead her through so that she didn't sound like the dummy that she is. And how does she, how under God's blue sky can you say you identify with an average American if you, if you don't go to a fast food restaurant? She's never, ever, she's never, ever had a Whopper. I mean, my God, that's that's pretty near un-American, to be honest with you. You, you haven't eaten cow? Come on, girl. No wonder she don't have any meat on her bones. I mean, she looks like a skeleton. No wonder she looks that way. Must only eat carrots and celery and lettuce or something. Just typical lefty is what I think about Mika. All right. Senator Sanders talked to the press about his, now we know, heart attack that he had. Talked a little bit about it. Here's what he had to say about it. Cut number two. Expect when you do start to travel more that you'll be able to keep up the same type of robust. No, I, I don't know. I think not certainly immediately. Look, we were doing, you know, in some cases, five or six meetings a day, you know, three or four rallies and town meetings. And, and meeting with groups of people. I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, but I certainly intend to be uh, actively uh, campaigning. I think we're going to change the nature of the campaign a bit. Uh, make sure that I have the strength to do what I have to do. What do you mean by change the nature? Well, probably not doing four rallies a day. I'm not quite sure that I, I could be wrong in this, but I don't know if there's anybody who did more rallies than we have done all over the state. So we're going to, you know, Probably not do three or four rallies a day, do two or do other events as well. well also- all right. Now, let's say you're a voter right now, all right, and you're listening to that. You're a Democratic voter, and you're listening to that. Does that say to you that Senator Sanders may not have the stamina and health to be president of the United States? I think some people are going to read into what he just said. Doing four rallies a day. Okay. I want you to think about what a rally is. You show up. It's all set up for you. You walk on stage and you give a stump speech. And maybe you, you, you get off the stage and you, and you press some flesh and you have some, some pictures taken and things of that nature. Then you get back in a car. They whisk you away. They take you to uh, wherever it is you got to go for your next uh the rally. Now, I'm not saying that that is not tiring. It is. I, I mean, I, I covered uh, politics for many, 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 many years, and I know just covering it can be tiresome as well. But if you can't do rallies, can you do presidency? I think that's a legitimate question now uh, when you're talking about uh, Senator Sanders. I think you're going to start seeing Senator Sanders start losing some of his uh, people that are backing him. Now, where do they go? 
All right. They don't want to go to to Joe Biden because he's too moderate for him. Do you go to uh, to Warren who can't find the truth about her own life? I mean, this is a woman couldn't find her butt with in the nighttime with a flashlight. I'm just telling you. Was she fired because she was pregnant when she was a teacher or wasn't she? That hasn't been established yet. There's other things in books that she's wrote where she says one thing in one book and she says the other thing in the other book. Then you have her, you know, it took her forever to try to straighten out the whole thing of her her ancestry dealing with being an American Indian and when it all came out at the end in the wash and she was forced, they held her down and waterboarded her. She literally said, well, yeah, I'm not really a Native American. I'm just saying. Or do you go to, to Harris? Oh, yeah, go to Harris. And she wants to give free, you know, uh, you know, everything to people. Or maybe... You know, if she could run for president, AOC, did you see her latest uh, numbskull idea, Zach, from yesterday? She wants to get rid of all the prisons. She didn't say what she wants to do with the prisoners. She thinks that we should get rid of all uh, the prisons. I don't know if I held, I got that yet today or not. I, haven't, I don't have that audio. We'll get it tomorrow, I'm sure, and I'll play it. Seriously. She says that it's uh, this goes back to Jim Crow days. Folks, prisons go farther back than Jim Crow days, okay? Go back before the founding of the nation, in fact. For goodness sake, she says some of the most dumbass stuff, and nobody calls her on it. Have you ever noticed that, Zach? Nobody calls her. They're scared of her. Why are you scared of ignorance? This woman is ignorant. Well, she's got several tens of thousands of ignorant people following her. I guess that's a problem. All right, Congressman Hill is going to be up next on the docket, Syria and impeachment. So stick around. All right, back with you. It is 25 minutes till 4 o'clock. And uh, someone asked me today, you know, we went over to the uh, state fair and I saw a lot of my old buddies from over my KARN days and stuff that were there and, uh, Koki and, of course, uh, Power and whatnot. I saw Trey Day today and Mark Dillon, and I was sitting and talking to them, and uh, I, I was talking to one uh, person there, and they said, Dave, you've been in, you've been in uh, radio now for 50 years. When are, are, when are you going to retire? And I looked at him with a straight face, and I said, when there's nothing to talk about. And it's like now, I mean, I got I got up this morning, I took my shower, I'm getting ready to come in, I'm going, man, what am I going to talk about today? There's nothing happening. There is absolutely nothing happening. What am I what am I going to talk about? And so I got a hold of Stephen Smith, who is the spokesman for Congressman French Hill, and I said, Stephen, what are we going to talk about today? And they said, David, you know that word impeachment? I said, yeah. He said, you know that word Syria? I said, yeah. He said, you think we should talk about that? And I said, yeah. How are you doing, Congressman? Dave, I'm doing great. And, <laughs> you know, I, there's just, you're, you're right. There's just nothing to talk about. There's and nothing so, happening. But I cannot tell you, we have, we, we just have been 
whirled up like I've never seen it in the last uh, two weeks since Pelosi has taken the steps she has. And it's just a dueling letters, dueling tweets, and people are forgetting about the big picture here. Which yes, they is, are. What are what are we doing? Why and why are we doing it? It's like it's like Pelosi's having her own Admiral Stockdale moment. <laughs> Who am I and why am I here? <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. What did you think? I I got to tell you, yesterday, here's what I think the president did with that letter that he sent to Pelosi. He took all of his chips and he pushed them to the middle of the table and he said, I'm all in. How about you? Yeah, I think what he's done, and I, I thought it was helpful, is don't forget, we have an audience here, which are the American people. Yes. And they've been for three years now. Uh, we've listened extensively that President Trump colluded with Russians to manipulate the 2016 election. We spent $25 million. We had hundreds of people working to investigate it. And we found that that was not true. Uh, we also found that he didn't obstruct justice about that. And that disappointed Adam Schiff and his uh, gang up there on the Intel Committee and Judiciary Committee. So they've just cooked up the next moral outrage that they have. Again, I understand their disagreement with President Trump. They don't like his style. They don't like some of the policy positions he's taken. But this fit they're having, uh, to me, uh, you know, it's and, and calling it an impeachment inquiry. It's it's I don't know. It's embarrassing. Have you, I'm, I've heard of an impeachment. I've never heard of a pre impeachment. Have you? No, and look, this gets right to the heart, and that's why the Admiral Stockdale moment. I mean, Mrs. Yeah. Pelosi, to her credit, reined in a lot of this rhetoric while at the same time as the lead Democrat uh, on Capitol Hill, you know, initiated her oversight of the Trump administration. She's perfectly within her power to do that. She has the votes to do it. Mm-hmm. She has the staff to do it. And But she kept this... Uh, rhetoric, hot political rhetoric that President Trump needs to be impeached, uh, she kept that off the front pages. And now she's caved to something that is just literally political rhetoric with no basis for it. And that's why Kevin McCarthy, I think, to his credit and the president, to his credit, simply says, look, have a vote of the House of Representatives and see where people are to initiate an inquiry. That was done in the case of Richard Nixon. That was done in the case of Bill Clinton. And that's the way it's supposed to be done. They're saying, no, if you, you the, the, the Constitution doesn't speak uh, that specifically. I say that the way it's looking right now, we're going to have to first go to the Supreme Court of the United States to find out if what they're doing is legal or not. Well, that's a good point. But I think this speaks to your point. President uh, Trump outlined all the legal concerns he has with this process based on those precedents. And Mrs. Pelosi had her members hung out on the weekend talk shows mm-hmm. saying there's no precedent for this. And that, of course, is just wrong. It's fabricated. That's not true. We we have a strict precedent about getting a vote. And They've not been successful uh, when they've taken these votes. We have a resolution on impeachment, meaning we believe that Donald Trump is unfit for office. He should be impeached. 
That's been pro-offered by Al Green, a Democrat from Houston, Texas, I think three times, and it's been defeated all three times, including Mrs. Pelosi and Steny Hoyer not voting for it. Um, So why she has then jumped the gun and operated this way, I don't I really don't think the Republicans understand anything except raw, blatant presidential politics. No, that's what they're playing. I mean, exactly what they're they're playing right now. They're, and, you know, the whole thing about what the president is saying, and, and I think what the, the minority uh, party says in the House is this, have a vote on it. Now, they haven't had a vote because it's one thing to say, I will vote for it. It's another thing to push the button saying that, yes, we need to open impeachment on this president because I I played Slotnick and and several other uh, Democrat uh, people that are in purple districts, and they started talking about uh, the thing about impeachment, and they're getting booed off the stage. They've got to see this as, uh, you know, dangerous to their reelection campaigns. Yeah, I mean, there's 31 Democrats in that case. uh, And, you know, if it was pressing for oversight, if the Foreign Affairs Committee wants to uh, investigate the back and forth uh, in regard to Ukraine, they're fully in their right to do that. But that's not what people are proposing. They're proposing that a phone call with a foreign leader uh, is an impeachable offense. And that's just the cart before the horse. And that's being generous. I mean, that's just me being generous when you know what the political action is. When Al Green, the gentleman I referenced from Houston, he's been all over the news cycle this weekend saying, I'm concerned if we don't impeach him, he'll get reelected. That's exactly right. What kind of rational, uh, deliberative member of the House of Representatives would say that? Is that someone, you know, is that a fair process? So no wonder the president is acting uh, defensive. Uh, no wonder. I mean, it, I think it's perfectly obvious. And Mrs. Pelosi herself said we have to strike while the iron is hot. Mm-hmm. So while everybody's been in their districts working uh, with their constituents for two weeks, she's been trying to drum up this one-sided PR campaign uh, up in the district. Yeah, and I think that a lot of those uh, uh, Democrats are coming back from their districts and saying, whoa, 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 whoa here for a second. Let's... Uh, Let's put the bit in the horse's mouth a little bit. Maybe we're getting a, a little bit in front of where we should be. And I don't buy these polls that I'm saying are saying that uh, Americans are all for uh, Im- impeaching uh, the president. Although I will say this with all the coverage, one sided coverage you're getting from the media, it would be no, uh, no surprise that a, a, a large ma- uh, majority of people might say impeachment is necessary. Well, you get wall-to-wall for two weeks uh, saturation, and I think the the president has attempted to push back on the facts as it relates to Ukraine. And we did have Ambassador Volker, who's a fine guy, I mean, one of the best, who testified before the Intelligence Committee and uh, basically said there was no quid pro quo and mm-hmm. that it was a very normal conversation. The president released the full transcript. And the Intelligence Committee, because they're not operating under House rules, repeat, not operating under House rules, have not left uh, anyone to have the transcript of that, even in the minority. The the Republican members are not allowed to have the transcript of their own hearing 
So um, that's why this strike while the iron is hot is concerning to me that uh, even she has caved to the more radical elements in her caucus and are off on a um, process that I think weakens the reputation of the House, hurts her reputation, and doesn't do anything about getting to, quote, the facts or the truth on any of these topics. Last question before I got to take break, then we come back and talk about Syria, and that's this. You know, what worries me, uh, Congressman, is that all of their, they're going to all of these different people now and saying we want these uh, you know, uh, papers and we want those papers. Sounds so much like just nothing more than a fishing expedition to try to find other things they can try to bring against this president. Does it feel that way to you? It does, and that's why And we in the House Financial Services Committee, Maxine Waters, chairman, I sit on that committee. She's attempting to get uh, all the Trump family bank records from Deutsche Bank for that committee, and she has a major effort to do that. But look, let's not lose sight of the big picture here. Uh, the House can do their oversight. That's fine. But to jump the gun on impeachment seems to me to be extraordinarily rash and premature, And I'm so pleased that Lindsey Graham is uh, pushing back in the Senate. And I'm also pleased that President Trump has outlined legally what uh, he believes his rights are under the precedence of the House. And finally, I'll say, look, Bill Barr and the U.S. attorney in Connecticut are doing their level best to get to the facts of what happened in 2016. And I think that's something that we shouldn't forget is going on. I'm asked about it wherever I travel. In the district, people want to know. They hear all about Trump, but they they don't hear about things that have fallen off the uh, sort of news cycle. And they're very curious about what's happening on the dossier that was paid for by the Clinton campaign and what role did senior Obama officials have in trying to have an October surprise for 2016. Absolutely. All right. Let's take our break and then we'll come back. Let's talk about Syria. Turkey has rolled into uh, Syria, and they said they are not taking any ISIS prisoners. We'll talk about that when we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Final segment with our congressman, French Hill from District 2. We talked about impeachment, and if you're wondering what can the congressman do about it, I think that he probably looks and holds his hands up and says— We just got to keep watching the insanity and see what finally shakes out about all of this. But well, I I think it'd be great if we had a debate on the House floor on this inquiry motion. But we moved uh, twice in the week before we came home and uh, Mrs. Pelosi tabled that. So we can't even debate this on the House floor. That's uh, in the meantime, we're going to do our due diligence in both the Judiciary and the Intelligence Committee with our members to make sure that uh, it's as fair a process as it can be under Pelosi's uh, rules. Well, keep up the good work, Congressman, on that. We appreciate you. Your thoughts, did, did you get caught a little flat-footed with the president on this whole thing with Syria? Uh, somewhat. You know, Dave, at the end of December, uh, the president over a weekend announced he was going to pull all of our troops out of eastern Syria because uh, most of ISIS elements had been wiped out. He felt America's job was done there, which was to, in a coalition force, defeat the uh, thugs and murderers from ISIS. And I think that's that was our principal objective. But in northeast Syria, to the east of the Euphrates River, 
That has been the part uh, that ISIS controlled, but it's part that we had a coalition of both uh, help from allied forces, uh, Iraq, and some elements of the indigenous Kurds that live in Syria. And the Kurds are historic uh, enemies of Turkey. That's because they've had a longstanding 100 years of uh, fighting with a more radical group of Turds that operate in in, uh, eastern Turkey. With all that said, Turkey is a member of NATO, and Turkey is an ally of ours. And President Trump wanted to um, engage them in the security along that region. And I don't have a problem with Turkey being in the force and being with NATO supervision or allied supervision in there to have a buffer zone between Syria and uh, Turkey. But I'm fearful that turned over to their own um, independent regards, they will invade Syria and simply uh, murder uh, the Kurdish forces there that are not affiliated with their group in Turkey. Um, So I'm concerned that this happened, uh, but it's really part two of really a debate that we've had since December. Yeah, I guess the question probably, I know it does in my mind and probably in a lot of other people's minds, and the president uh, kind of addressed it a little bit uh, the other day from uh, a a press conference uh, that he had, I won't say press conference. He's just sitting there talking and, and answering a few questions. But the bottom line is, you know, how much can we be involved in in the world? I mean, there, there's there got to be an right. end to it somewhere. Right. No, I agree. And I know his premise. I know what he campaigned on. He uh, sent out an email to everybody in Congress today with his thoughts on it. He's tweeted on it again today saying that if the Turks uh, step over the boundaries of what he thinks they've agreed to that he will forcefully, uh, you know, re-engage in trying to uh, deal with that. I don't think that's realistic, I guess, is my view. I have a very uh, sort of cynical and realistic assessment of the destruction of Syria by Assad and Assad's co-conspirators, Russia and Iran. And And I don't disagree with the president's view that America can't do this all. But our very modest presence of a few hundred people there, along with our allies in Europe, have been able to maintain that part of Syria, bordering Iraq, is fairly stable. That's where the oil is in Syria. That's where the entrepreneurs are in Syria. That's where we cleared the area uh, from Raqqa on, which is where the ISIS headquarters was. And it's By having the U.S. there in a very modest way, special forces way, it gives us leverage to try to have a settlement uh, with Assad in Syria. And by stepping out, I think we lose that leverage. And this has been one of the disasters of the Obama administration uh, that was inherited by President Trump. And I I just disagree that this is the way to resolve it. Now, Lindsey Graham today, Senator Graham said that the president may pull back his support for the Kurds, but Congress would not. Any idea what he meant by that? No, I think this is a view that is shared in both houses. And look, don't confuse that. I understand people want out uh, where we need and we can to get out of the wars. And President Trump campaigned on that. But 
we also have to be realistic about how we disengage and under what circumstances to uh, keep our national interest safe vis-a-vis the Middle East. And and that's the global economy that we sell so much into on a regular basis. And so it has to be done in a in a very systematic way and in each instance is unique so i don't know what graham has in mind there that's something that we'll have to um, see but i don't think you should conflate trying to get us out of these situations uh, disengage with um, uh, wanting to stay there in perpetuity that's not the case the question is how do we create a force along that border that maintains the freedom and entrepreneurship and opportunity for a third of Syria that's been freed by the Americans and the loss of life of Americans and our allies, the English and uh, the Jordanians and the Iraqis and the Turks to some degree, and certainly the Kurds, where that was a place of hope in Syria, which the rest of it has been systematically destroyed by Assad. Just in May, I spoke to the president about this, he once again used chlorine gas and dropped, you know, barrel bombs on hospitals and schools. In May, has been validated by American intelligence support. And when they did that in the Trump uh, during the Trump presidency, both in 2017 and 2018, we took strategic action against their air power and air assets that are targeting civilians. And I'm just afraid this opens that whole region up to. Uh, not only Turkish malfeasance along the border, but will open it up to uh, a complete cleansing by the Assad and Russian and Iranians. All right. We will watch and see how things unfold there. We will have you back on next Wednesday at 335. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Congressman, for the time today. See you, my friend. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Congressman French Hill, his thoughts on the impeachment BS that's going on by the Democrats and what's happening in Syria. Hey, how about uh, some tickets to the 33rd annual Friendly Chapel uh, Fish Fry? I've got four tickets. Good for you and three other people. $60 value. If you would like them, be the third caller at 823-0965. This is the 33rd Annual Friendly Chapel Fish Fry, Friday, October 18th, from 4.30 to 7.30. You can fill up on some good fish and, I think, the best hush puppies that are served around here. All happening over at the arena. Again, be the third caller right now, 823-0965. I've got four tickets for you and three of your friends. Enjoy so. See you in a little bit.
All right, moving to the 4 o'clock hour. And for many people, this is the great hour because we talk about cars and give you a lot of information you'll probably not find anywhere else. Uh, problem is today we got duck here but joe is in lexington kentucky he's checking out some he's at the valvoline oil place valvoline oil where they where they process oil into quart cans and 55 gallon drums he's up there with his cancel people the 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 bumper to bumper certified center they have a cancel and he's on that for a couple years and i I can't remember he's going to do it for another couple of years no he only can do it two years but is that it i think this is his end of his first year and i think he had told me he had one more year left Hmm. But uh, they they go around to different places and they look and see what we need to do to make our product better and to make you know you know everything better for the customer and everything. So that's where he's at. He's up there doing that. We should see hear from him. <laughs> I got an answer back from Jerry Roca. We forgot. I said on your way. Comes back to me, huh? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> well, that answered that question yep, didn't it they forgot but that's that's all right too but uh it's a great day to be in arkansas it's well nice let's, and let's cool. talk about this because not only is it going to be nice and cool let me let me give you something here i'm, I'm checking this out i got to go over bring it up i'm looking at my uh thing dealing with the weather hmm. did you see in montana Friday, i don't matter what montana is it Friday, they're saying we're going to have a shower or a thunderstorm, and our low yeah. Friday morning, thirty nine degrees. Yep. Our low Saturday morning is forty one. So that Sunday forty nine. <clears throat> so it's going to be chilly on the so weekend. So that'll make it up at Hardy about. It'll probably frost up at Hardy then. Well, I'm going to tell up you on what. Top the hill there. I'm going to just tell you right now. Look, I go to Cabot, and I bet you temperatures are lower, and uh, they. When you get away from the city, be. they use it lower because the heat off the road and everything keeps it warm up a little bit. Friday, low 38. <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> low 37. So, see, that'll, that'll put it down into the 30s up around, right around the border up in Arkansas and Missouri. Mm-hmm. So, that, that'll put a frost out. Yeah. We have got a few acres this year up there. They're about the size of the end of your little finger. Yeah. They uh, had all kind of water early, but then it quit raining and they kind of dried up. But they look good crop looks good we got a good wheat crop this year and everything's ready to go and uh, the uh i'm sure that you've been sharing some of that with the wonderful uh world uh low at harding hardy at hardy mm-hmm. saturday morning 33 yeah it'll be a frost on the ground because i'm up on top of the hill so it'll mm-hmm. be it'll be a little cooler than that that'd be down in the valley so that is the way that it works yeah, you know? Tim and his wife. They was talking about going. There is a hunting this weekend, doe only. That you can, if you own the land, you can hunt a, hunt a doe on. You only can kill one, okay. one per person. So they was talking about going this weekend. Bow hunting? Yeah, no, it's it's a rifle. Oh, modern gun. Yeah, it, you can do it with a rifle or a bow or whatever. But okay, that's something new then. <clears throat> they started this a couple three years ago, Did they? maybe a little longer. It's called private land for people that's wanting to thin their herd. You know, down a little bit. Well, here's what I say. It's private land yeah it, you had to own the land <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying it's private land i don't really care what you want to tell me to do with it yep. it's my land yep if the deer is on my land and i want to call that deer for my freezer i should be able to i've got a couple up here I, i'm trying to call this year that's got messed up horns 
and they've been messed up for the last three years. Yeah, you've shown me some pictures. There, you know, you got one that's got a perfect uh, four point on one side, and the other side's got a spike grew up over top of the other ones. <laughs> been that way. Now this is the third year. He looks so dumb. Yeah, you know, and and he'd be fun to have, like if you had a man cave. Well, the first year I seen him, I let him walk because I thought he'd got in a fight and broke his horn off because he was young. Yeah. Then the next year it forked right on the end of it and i thought well maybe it'll, but this year it's ain't nothing but a four point with a spike on it now what you need is on the spike get it get an eyelet there you go <laughs> hey and make a good knife handle i'm just saying yeah because it's it's about oh inch and a quarter in diameter and about eight or eight, 18 inches long all right so it'd make a good knife handle all right well let, let's talk about some things because if it's going to start getting cooler and i and we finally got some rain again yes and i noticed when it rained that little bit of streaking going on on my my windshield for my my wiper blades. Wiper blades. And tonight I got to run over and do some shopping at Wally World, so I'm going to buy me a couple of new wiper blades as, to put on. As I was telling you, when, right before we come on, we've sold five sets this week, and every one of them was stuck to the windshield and pulled the rubber off of them. Wow, that tells you they don't even <laughs> clean their windshield. Well, they hadn't been used. They hadn't had them on my own, so. They stuck from the hot sun, sticking them, and it, when soon as you turn them on, whoop, the rubber comes off. Yeah, that's not good either. I had a Ford Explorer in there. She come in there Tuesday morning. I was at the shop, and it had, it done streaked the windshield. Right where it was missing? Yep. So yeah. she said, what can I do? Nothing you can put do. Put a new wiper blade on it. So I put her some wiper blades on it. And she, and was, she un- was amazed, wasn't well, she? Well, she was unhappy about it. It scarred the windshield. Oh, okay. And there ain't, there ain't a whole lot you can do with it. They say you can take a buffing compound and buff on it, but I've never seen it really You know work. who I think that you need to talk about about that is your guy that does the detailing. If anybody knows, yep, I it bet will Ro- be I bet, I bet Roger would know. He's the guy who would him. know. I yeah. was going to bring him today, but then I thought we had other guests coming, so I I put him off for a couple of weeks. But he's going to come here in a couple of weeks, you know. Because now's the time you want to get your car detailed and get it waxed Your hard to get them cleaned up ready for winter to put them up yep. and stuff so but that he said he'd be more than welcome it. to come up you know again with us i always so. like having roger on he's a yeah. good man yeah he's a he lot is. of fun he uh works hard at it well but, yeah well he's one of the good people who who uh who really does it and does it well yep a lot of people who'll say they'll take a couple hundred dollars from you and detail your car and then you get in and drive off, and it, uh, yeah, spots it, all over. Yeah, it and, spots, and they didn't get inside and clean it the way that they said that they would. Didn't clean the cup holders out and all that stuff. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Someone that knows what they're doing, and someone that's got the chemical to do it with. Yeah, because it takes you know special stuff to clean stuff and get it back looking good again. And he does. He's got I think four works for him. It helps him, so it's a good he's, deal. He's got a good deal that goes yep. on there. He really, really does. All right, let's go and ahead. A, oh, and, go ahead. And another thing too, Dave, you just got through saying somewhere around thirty-five degrees for mm-hmm. Friday night, Saturday. Yep. When you need to get ready, when you start filling your windshield washer fluid, you need to start switching. Now. Switching over now. It's in Wally World. I was in there the day before yesterday, and they've already switched theirs over to the the green stuff, the green and the blue. Okay, they use they even have blue now. Yep, they got Usually green and green. blue. Or, it's, or beige. It's zero. It's zero right now. So okay. they've already switched theirs over, and so you know, uh, when I you have to refill, refill with the non-freezable. <laughs> yes, but right now you can just start pouring it in it, and then time, time cold weather really gets here to freeze it, then it you you know you'll be fine. 
check your antifreeze. You know, you'd be surprised how many cars you see sitting on the side of the road, froze, smoking, steaming out the radiator, and usually when it does that, it busts all kind of stuff. Not good. Like your radiator, you know, radiator's two, three hundred dollars a piece. Not good. No. And so, you know, this you need to go to one of our service centers and say, Hey, can you check my stuff? We'll be more than welcome to check it. I'll check your antifreeze for you and look at you over and check your wipers and stuff. No problem. Just give me a call. Tell me, hey, I'll be by there tomorrow at 1 o'clock, and we'll get take care of it. And guess what? Every bumper-to-bumper <coughs> bumper certified service center will we'll do, do that. that for you. Me, Joe, Ryan, uh, Gary Henry, all of us, we'll take, you know, just come by and see us, and we'll make sure you Even Ken Sullivan will do yes, it for sir. you. Yeah, Mr. Ken. <laughs> uh, just, uh, you know, but but the main thing is you need to make sure you got your interface checked. Well, yeah, you need to make sure this is Look the time. You. This is the time that you can make sure. Yes, because it need to be in Arkansas. I put mine down somewhere around minus twenty five to minus thirty. If you get it in that range, you're you're safe in Arkansas. Now, yeah. if you're going to Chicago, yeah, even if you're just going to make a trip up there, you should get it fixed so it goes yeah. down lower. Yeah, than you that. need to bump it on down to about minus forty or minus fifty, which in Arkansas. We do it 50-50. We put two straight gallons of, of uh, antifreeze in it and then finish filling it with water. And that'll usually put you down to around 25, 30 below. So, and that's great for Arkansas. All right. Take a break. Got more words of wisdom coming your way from Duck, from Duck's Garage, Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right. Cardinal fans, I don't want to say that you should start partying partying right now it's the top of the first inning the bases are loaded there's one out and you've got five in it's five to nothing in atlanta we and the bases top are loaded. Of the first we still have a particular closer by the name of carlos martinez <laughs> that anything can happen he could come in and give up eight runs you right. never know in a heartbeat well right now st louis leads five to nothing five runs three Four hits. Now they're up seven to nothing. Uh-oh. So uh, this could be a blowout. Uh, they were they wanted they were saying that they wanted to reduce the amount of tomahawk chops they did today. This will do it. <laughs> are they in Atlanta playing? Or are they? Oh, in- they're in Atlanta. Carlos Martinez. <laughs> okay. I think he'd even be sit- is safe coming in with a seven run lead. Just. Between you and I, Zach. Hey, because he walks in one or two runs, they're going to yank him anyway. Now, the question is, will you play, if you win today, will you play the Dodgers or will you play the upstart Nationals? Now, if the Nationals win, will the series be in St. Louis or will it be with the Nationals? Were the Nationals a wild card team? trying to think i think they were i think they they were so probably we would yeah because atlanta won the east yeah so we would have home wow you'd have home field field advantage advantage. that would be of course it's best of seven and not best of five yeah anyway good just think about how far that goes when you throw them other two games in there i tell you you know what cardinals remind me of right now 2016 cubs 
Are they not remind you of the 2016 Cubs? They actually kind of remind me of either the 2011 or 2013 Cardinals. Okay. <laughs> See, he couldn't say that it, the cards he, remind him of the Cubs. He, he that just would, he that's put like that Fonzie saying, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. he can't do that. Anyway, we'll take <laughs> It's now nine to nothing, by the way. So they're, they're really putting it on Atlanta so, early. Atlanta they can put this one away. Landon must be out of pitching. Who started for Atlanta today? Wasn't Greike, was it? Okay. No, Greike's, uh, pardon me, that's Houston. So who they who they put up there? Whoever it is is going to be a punching bag. Yeah. He's already punching uh, bag. That's what's happened. All right. Just, that's trying to keep it up for you all. I, just, I know that you got a lot of Cardinal fans listening. Congratulations on looks like you're going to move to the next level. Yes. I will say that at nine to nothing. If it isn't, if you don't fire your manager, sure. something's wrong. I'm just, that's all I'm saying on that one. Yeah. If you lose after leading nine to nothing and you're not playing in Wrigley Field, then you need to fire your manager. So if playing in Wrigley, well, that's all right. Yeah, because when the wind could be blowing out. That's right. I mean, you can score nine runs in one inning easy, <laughs> or that that or or Denver. One or the other, as yep. far as they're concerned. All right. With that all said, let's get back talking about cars. So Duck is here. You know, we was talking about, you know, the winter coming on, and you need to have just have your car looked over good, have the brakes checked, have, you know, check your tires and make sure that you've got a little, you know, a little tread left on them. They're not dry rotted. Uh, keep your tires aired up. That would make them run a whole lot longer if you keep the right amount of air in, your, in, in them. And it just makes everything wear better. And and now there's no really excuse because we have tire gauges because the dash comes up and tells you and tells you your tire is getting low yeah and if it says it's low you definitely need to put some air in it yeah because you don't want to run it low because it breaks the sidewalls down and then it's not safe when mm-hmm. you start breaking the sidewalls down it's subject to blowing out anytime and you're running 70 mile an hour down the interstate and it comes apart on the front you're along for the ride yeah just hold on to the steering wheel and hope for the That's best. That's all you can do. Good. No, not good. Well, we got about twenty six after. We Philip is in Benton. Philip, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. You got a question for Duck? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, go on a on a bumper to bumper refurbished transmission. How long would it take to get one? Usually, it takes. Usually, takes about three or four days to get it in time i order it tell them, tell them what i want to get it in uh-huh. oh, okay and uh for a uh 2004 f-150 ford pickup truck could you give me a ballpark figure on a installation uh is it two-wheel drive four-wheel drive two-wheel drive uh i'd, I'd have to look on that and see what it is because some of them you got to pull the exhaust off of them to get the transmission out Yes, sir. I had Understood. to just I just had to pull it up on the on the on Mitchell on demand and look at it and see. If you Very give me good. a call at the shop tomorrow, I can I can get you something. Very good. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. All right. Appreciate yes, it, Phil. How easy it is to get it's, business done with duck. It's probably gonna be seven or eight anywhere from five and a half to seven to eight hours. It just depends on some of them you gotta pull the exhaust off. All right. Then you gotta take a chance of breaking exhaust studs off in the manifold. So you're looking at five fifty on the low side to eight hundred dollars, maybe on the high side. Yeah, plus the fluid. The fluid runs about eight dollars a quart for it. So okay, just keep in mind. Yep. 
Now, do you want them to ask you to do the install, or do you want them to take it to Gary Henry? No, we do them. You do that? Yeah, we just don't build them. that's pretty straightforward? Yeah, we just don't build them. We just pull them and put another one back in the spot. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Same way with Jasper. I sell a Jasper transmission, which theirs has a, a three-year, 100,000-mile nationwide warranty, which Bumper Bumper has a good warranty, too. But, you know. 100,000 miles pretty good warranty, man. Yes, sir. That's with no question to ask. Yeah, that's pretty no good question warranty. To ask. Yeah, uh, and they, they, they back it up. Oh, yeah, they do. They And, and that, that take good care of you, know. Ain't no problem there. All right, so Jerry Roca sent me a, t- a text back and said, uh, been in meetings all day, not been able to make it today, but we'll have a full team next Wednesday, our VP of marketing and our sales manager for our independent jobber stores, Northern Markets, will jo- join you and Duck. Yep. There you go. Be a full, full house. house here. I think we'll get us some more cheers. This is always fun. Yeah, I could. That's I gotta, all right. We got a few it. of those. We got a few of those. We'll share the microphones. That ain't no problem. We can push them around. I've been told that we have here at the station an eight four thirty meeting, so I may leave and come back a few seconds late. That's fine. You can pick it up and nah, no problem. You've done it a few times. Yeah, I've done it more times <laughs> than one. But you know, there there again, you know, winter's coming. You just need to get ready for winter. You know, have your car serviced and just have it looked over and check your wipers. And, and Dave, you would be amazed how many people, when you're out at night, has taillights out, brake lights out, headlights out. When you have a service, we check them all. That's one of my pet peeves is check the people's lights. Want to make sure. If they so got lights you out. You can see other people and they can see yeah. you. And my deal is, if you got lights out, tell me. If it's above, put above in it. You know, unless it's one of these five thousand dollar headlights at that yeah. days, and or one of these high dollar tail light deals. But uh, you know, I can call a customer and say, "Hey, look, Dave, you got a tail light out or a headlight out." You know, I went ahead and replaced it. But you'd be surprised how many people out there running around that almost brake light they got is the middle brake light up above the window. Not good. I mean, you'd be surprised how many when you're out there, how many running around. But that's part of our service, my service, Joe's service, and everybody else. Yeah, keep that in mind. Keep this in mind. We'll be back after the news, which is now. Good. Back. We're coming back. This Dave's gone right at the moment. He'll be back. He had to go to a meeting. So let's just talk about a few things. Uh, you know, right now, the cold weather's going to come. It's going to hit us one of these days here in the near future. Uh, we're going to, you know, need a little bit of, of a weather. But I think, Zach, we got a caller. Is he on, Zach? I have Kyle from Benton. Kyle, how are you doing today? Yeah. This is Don. Thank you for accepting my call. I'm doing good. How are you? Just fine, man. Can't complain. So I have a 2015 Chevy Suburban LTZ without the max trailering package. Uh Uh-huh. What's the cheapest route about making my current Suburban with the max trailering package instead of buying a new vehicle? Well, the problem is when you go to the trailering package, they all have a bigger radiator. They haul the external transmission cooler. Uh, they have uh, the drive lines bigger, the brakes are bigger, and all that stuff. It would be hard to do it. I mean, if you want to do anything, is are you having trouble with it running hot or anything? No, no. I'm just I'm soon to pay it off, mm-hmm. and I'm also looking at a camper, and I would like to what size camper? Potentially, I'm looking at some somewhere in between like seventy five hundred pounds. Yep. 
What so. if I was going to do that? They make a, a heavy duty radiator for it, and then I I would install me a external tra- uh, transmission cooler. Uh, long okay. as long as you put brakes on your trailer, you know, the trailer's going to have brakes. Okay. Just make sure they hook the brakes up on your truck. You won't have yeah. no problem. If you got a six zero in that thing, or what kind of motor you got in it? It has the five three. Yeah. Uh, you know, now if you get up into the big tall mountains, yeah, it may struggle pulling it. Okay. You know, you may okay. run into problem. You know, if you get out, you know, if you get, you know, but it'll pull it without any trouble. You just may run into into a few bit of a power when you when you get into a big tall mountain. You know, where you got like a eight or nine mile climb. You know, like yes, a ten sir. or twelve degrees. Now you may run into some problem there. But long as the okay. trailer you buy, I would make sure it had brakes on both axles. Don't let them say you won with brakes on one axle because you need all the stopping power you can get yes sir and it ain't and it's not very much more to have it with both brakes on both axles you know it, it just okay. works so much better okay all right we appreciate you Kyle. I appreciate it. thank you thank you and another two about that you know when you buy a trailer just look and they'll tell you what you can pull it with uh uh just do a little research on the internet you can you can find all that on the internet, you know, what is what, what would pull, you know, what I can use it with. What's a lot of these trailers nowadays are made real lightweight, so you can pull them with a half-ton pickup. You know, the, the problem you got is the stopping power. That's where you have to kind of watch it to make sure that you do have enough stopping power. But if you buy a trailer with with dual brakes on the, on the axles, you know, you, you, it, it'll stop it. All right, let's go back to any other phone, Matt, Zach. Not yet. It's time. All right. Uh, let's go back and talking about winter coming on. You know, service your vehicle. Let everybody check it. You know, bring it to one of us certified centers. We can all go through it and look at it. Make sure everything is okay. Uh, your antifreeze is one of the big things right now. Uh, get ready for winter. Start making sure you got good antifreeze in it because you may have had a little water leak all summer long, and you put a little water in it. Put a little water in it, and you know so. You know, the biggest thing is just care to one of us, and we'll be more than welcome to check it for you. Kind of look at your belts and your hoses and kind of look at it. You know, get us good service. Make sure your air filter is clean. Zach, you know what we found one the other day? I found an air cleaner full of acorns. The lady parked it in her yard, and the, and the squirrels found them a hole to, to hide their acorns for the winter. So they did. They they filled it full, and she had it in there, and we were servicing it, and that's when they found it. So just kind of give your vehicle a good looking over and just make sure everything is great is what you need to do this time of year i can do it joe can do it gary henry can do it you know kenneth can do it uh any of us certified centers all you got to do is go on to bumper to bumper website and go to certified centers and you can see all of our you know all of our stuff on there and just pick one out that's close to you and go see them and they you know they can take care of us without any problem they'll they'll you know we'll make sure you get took well care of and Dave, we got something to give away today. We're going to give away a vacuum cleaner today. Oh, okay. So we'll Dave just walked. Dave just walked back in from the meeting, so we're going to give away a vacuum cleaner. Okay. So we'll be first the, caller. I just finna say we'll be the first caller. All right. Eight you two have to go three. Go to Benton and pick it up, but there ain't no problem. You know, you know the number here. Eight two three, oh nine six five. Justin is in Little Rock. Let's go talk to Justin. Justin, how are you? Twenty minutes till five o'clock. Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. Um, you guys are talking about vehicles, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And problems you might have with one. Yes, sure. sir. All right. Now, here's something that no one's been able to help me with, and you may not be able to either. <clears throat> I have a 2007 Toyota Tundra. Mm-hmm. It has a, a 5.7 liter V8. Yes, sir. I have 
I had 215,000 miles on it, and it has never been in the shop one time. I, that's wonderful. Except at 115,000 miles, roughly 100,000 miles ago, it started knocking like a 6.0 diesel. Uh-huh. And it has, it has been doing that for 100,000 miles. I get 22 miles to the ground on the highway. Got I got enough power to pull a telephone pole out of the ground. Mm-hmm. But just besides putting a 14-inch MagnaFlow exhaust on this thing so I can't hear the engine anymore, <laughs> why is this thing knocking like a diesel? Mm, there's Has anybody scanned it and looked at it? There's yes, I, I have, and no one has found any codes. No codes or nothing in it. No knock central codes or nothing like that. No sir, nothing. Have, just, have, let I'm me just, ask you a question: Has anyone looked at the information to make sure that the knock sensors are working proper? Because they'll work a little bit and won't turn the light on on a knock sensor, and it'll make well, it ping and knock and clang and bang like it's something coming out of it. That I can't tell you. But that's that's where no. you need where you live at. Well, I'm I live over in uh over between Benton and Hot Springs. I work mm-hmm. over in Fairwood though. Well, what you need to do is go by Joe over there at, at, on Crystal Hill, walk in, yeah. say, Hey, I talked to Duck and let him scan it and look at the information because you could have a knock sensor bad and a knock sensor will will cause exactly what you're describing. It makes it sound it makes it sound like a log wagon going down the road. And I and I understand what you're talking about. Because I work on six O's all the time, and I know the rattle that they got. And but yeah. it could be a man. Like I say, a knock sensor, if it's not totally dead, it'll read enough that it won't turn the light on. But you got to go in and look at the information to look at it to find it. Okay. But well, you've been big help to me, and I appreciate it. Thank you. All I right. appreciate it for calling. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it, Justin. All right. So you can have a part. Literally, what you're saying is, it's really failing. But, not but it all doesn't the way. show. Yes, until you look, go deep in the scan and look at well, it. Well, you got to go into it and you got to pull that module up and look at it and see if it's if it's reading all that's supposed to read. Because if it's just barely reading enough to keep the light off, it's not controlling the timing and everything on the engine. We're going to get a, a guy that's got a smile on his face on the air. We got uh, Cody Cotter. He is the winner of the uh, vacuum cleaner we just gave away. Cody, have you ever won one of these five-gallon drum vacuum cleaners? No, but I tell you what, it's going to do a, it's going to do me a heck of wonders cuz I've got a I've got a 1-year-old running around the house that thinks, uh, <laughs> thinks she can just throw stuff everywhere and I get home in an afternoon and have to vacuum every day. I'm telling you, it's it's pretty rough. It, it's a wet and dry vac. It's on top of five-gallon. Where do you live at, Cody? I live in Conway. Okay. Um, it's in Benton at, uh, uh-huh. uh, at the bumper to store, bumper store in Benton. Let okay. me give Zach all your information and let me see if okay. I can get them to ship it up to the Conway store. Okay. To save you from coming got, all the way down here. Give it to Tom. Now, I got a, I got a question for you real quick. Yeah, okay. You go ahead. Now you talk about six O's and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Um, of course you talk about truck stuff like that, but I've got a, I got an O seven Dodge caliber. Okay. Say again, O seven what? Dodge caliber. Okay. Um, I have a engine light that'll come on. It it it'll go off for a while and it'll come back on. But I don't have any missing or anything like that. What do you think something like that could be? What do you think the problem could be like with that? Be Man, a number of things, I guess. Huh? It could be a fuel cap. Okay. It could be a evaporate leak. It could be you do have a misfire. You're just not catching it, and when you you're just not showing up where you can feel it yet. Right. Uh, like I say, or uh, 
uh, do you, you don't live up around Greenbrier. You said Conway. I, I live in Conway, but there's a there's a bumper to bumper store right on Oak Street, uh, in Conway. Mm-hmm. I do believe I do believe there is one. There. Yeah, I've but, seen it but you need to go somewhere like Tom Barkley up there, almost okay. to Greenbrier, and let him yeah, scan. I, it. I mean, I, I take the back way to Greenbrier every yeah. day, so and yeah. and let yeah. him scan it because it's it's got it. Like I say, it could be a fuel cap. I've okay. seen that. It could be a vapor leak. Could be a vacuum line off. Just need to let him scan it, see what code it is, and then you can. Then he can tell you, hey, this is what it needs to fix it, or hey, don't worry about it. It's you know, it's okay because sometimes the random misfire, which would be a a PO three hundred code, that's called yeah. a random misfire, and and mm-hmm. it will absolutely drive you crazy trying to stop it. Yeah, because it can be anything from a coil a little bit bad that don't show up to yeah. fuel. I mean, okay. you know, but it could be a random misfire, or I bet you. I'm going to say by what you're describing about coming and going, it's going to be a evaporate leak. Okay. All righty. Well, but if you go by there, Mr. Tom, he'll take care of you. All right. All right. Thank hey, you. I appreciate and, what you do every day on the radio, guys. I mean, I'll tell you, just, uh, I listen to 101.1 The Answer every day, all day. That's all I listen to. Well, we do well, appreciate I appreciate you. that. I'm just glad you listen between 2 and 6. Well, get, there you go. Get, well, get, you can't get, do that right when I get off work. I get off work at 430, and that's the first thing. You know, I listen to all, all the guys at work. They listen to rock and roll stations and stuff like that. I just, I mean, I, I get in the car and I got to turn on the answer because, I mean, I, I got to listen to what's going on. I got to keep current. You know, we got to we got to support our president and everything that he You're does. Right. You got it. Yeah, if we don't support him, we're in trouble. All right, Cody. I know. Give, you, give Zach all your information and then I'll, I'll and your phone number and I'll get in touch with you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank okay. you. Okay. Zach, right. pick him up online too there. He's got you. All right. Good. That, that'll work out. All right, so we need to get a break in. Let's do that. Then we'll come back and do our final segment. Ten, uh, ten or eleven to nothing right now. Uh, the the cards have broke the record for most runs scored in an inning in a divisional series. So all you Carter fans, you can be jumping up and down, and all excited <laughs> right now. What did you say? Dude, being a Cub fan and I'm being nice to your cars, you should shut your pie hole. I'm being nice to you. My God. You sound like a Cub fan. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Russ, if Zach you guys lose, Cubs while ago. I'm going to say if you lose, yeah, Zach wouldn't even say it. You guys are like Bonzi saying, I'm sorry. We'll take a break here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. We have one last segment. small segment to do with Duck. And we're going to talk about exhaust. Your exhaust is very, very important. Very important. Most especially on a diesel truck and, and on the gas burners, too, because on the gas burners, they do have the Cadillac conversion stuff on them. And if you get one that would just say a 2015 uh, Chevrolet pickup with a 6.0 in it, mm-hmm. if you start having running problems and it starts flooding the system down, that it will fill the, the cats full of as you know, Dave, happened to me, and it burns them up, and they're expensive to replace. Even if you put the aftermarket ones on it, most of them nowadays got four, I and got some and some of them are made into the exhaust manifolds. You got to replace the manifolds to replace them. Don't have to do that with mine, but I got five, and I do know that if I replaced all five, it'd be pretty close to sixteen hundred bucks. I've been saying under two thousand dollars time it you know time it's all said and done, but then you take these that's got them made into the exhaust manifold, Dave. They're eight nine hundred dollars a piece, and you got one on each side. If it's a V six, you got one on each side. Then you've got three in the exhaust system itself. 
And if you want to know who to write your letters to, EPA. Exactly. I mean, it's, uh, and Dave, I, I'm going to be frank and honest with you. I don't want to be like China where you can't see the sun. Don't get me wrong there. But I think we went a little bit overboard with it. Well, we were there at one time back in the 70s. I know that for a fact exactly. where I grew up at. Yep. And acid rain and all that. That's not the case anymore. No. Now it's overkill. And, and like I say, Dave, like I told you, I don't want to go back to it the other way. But I think we have done stuff that that's pushed the boundaries of vehicles. And that's why you're seeing vehicles going to start costing $100,000 because all this epa stuff and like i say I, i'm i'm for clean air don't get me wrong i'm for clean air but yeah you got kids and you got grandkids of course you're for clean air but we've got to get it to where it's on a even keel you know for all of us and in this exhaust stuff it is putting the truckers out of business yeah i mean it's nothing that we had one here not long ago <laughs> a guy out of canada out of toronto canada turbo went down on a 2016 truck had three hundred something thousand miles on it. It's nineteen thousand dollars to fix it. The only thing that saved him, it's still under warranty. I called Ken. I Mark. want you to think about that for a moment. Nineteen thousand dollars because turbo for, for him, it's even worse up in Canada. Oh, I'm sure you know. But the good thing about it was it still had a little warranty left, and I called Kenworth and talked to them and. So they helped him out. I think it cost him a couple thousand dollars, which is better than nineteen thousand. You better believe it. You know, and he was happy, and so I sent the truck over there. But Dave, that's a everyday occurrence is five and six and seven thousand dollars on exhaust work. And you know what? When you hear those costs and those people are paying for it, what happens isn't you pay for it. Yeah. The, because you'll find it show up in the the materials that that trucker hauls. Yeah, it, somebody's got to pay for it, and we're the one paying for it. I mean, we're we're the one paying for it, but it's it's got to the point that it's it's, it's it is hurting our truck drivers, our independent truck drivers out there. It is it is killing them, you know. And uh, I don't know what to do, and I you know, but all I can tell them is, hey, this is what it takes to fix it, to put it back legal for me to let you out of here. So you know, and and but it's nothing to spend four or five thousand dollars on one of them. That's scary. On exhaust work. That's I mean, ridiculous. It's nothing to spend. Our, they would just take, for instance, a 2015 F-350 Ford truck with a 6.7 diesel engine in it. The exhaust for it when it goes bad, and they do go bad regular, $4,000. Yeah. Time it's all said and done. And and that happens then, and, and then it happens again down the road. Yeah. Yeah, it, it ain't if it's going to ever happen again. It's just a matter of when it's going to That's happen. That's right. Again. It will happen yeah, yeah. And, again. And what I try to it's what I try to tell people and to teach people. Hey, look, when that check engine light comes on, you need to go right then and get it checked because if you get a outlet knock center go bad, it shuts the whole regen system down. And when you shut that regen system down and you run it to it pops up on the dash and says you got 155 miles left at 60 mile an hour mm-hmm. then it'll drop down to 130 miles at 55 mile an hour and when it gets down to where it tells you it's fixing to shut off you've spent a bunch of money yeah there's a whole lot of money it's that's what I, I preach to people all the time when it comes on don't ignore it come by and let's scan it and look at it. it could be something simple as a 73 dollar temperature sensor in the exhaust and it has four of them 
has mm-hmm. inlet center and outlet center, knock center, but it also has three to four temperature sensors in the exhaust, and that's what tells it when to put the DEF fluid in, when to burn the exhaust at twenty six hundred degrees to clean it, and and that's what I tell people: if it's not cleaning, you're going to be walking, and then it's going to be bad, expensive, and it's your truck, it's your livelihood. Oh yeah, because most you people use it to, to work stay out in of. business. Yeah. You know, and and but it's got to the point that it's it's killing them. It's killing everybody, Dave. And and people look at me and raise came with me. It ain't nothing I can do. There ain't but so many places you can buy these parts, and they're all governed by the EPA. So, you know, what do you do? A some like on the Ford trucks, it has to come from Ford. There is no aftermarket for it. Ford will not release it. They've got it tied up. They will not release it. There you go. Just the way of the world right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just the way it is and the way it's going to be. And I Could get worse. Yes, Dave, it could get real worse. And, you know, and Elect the Democrats coming up. Then mm-hmm. it will get worse. Yep. I guarantee it. They're the ones that have given us all this crazy crap anyway. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I I tell people every day, if you got a check engine light on a diesel truck and it's uh, 2010 and up, you need to have it checked. Because it's going to get bad, expensive, quickly. All right. And you can't, but it's hard to make people understand. You know, hey, could be something very simple to fix it with. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you. Thanks. Good to see you. I'm glad you had a good time in Bransom. And you're moving around on that knee pretty doggone good. There, it's. So. I I went yesterday to therapy, and uh, they put me on that little deal that watched me bend it. And yeah. I put my foot up on the wall and slide it down, and I bend it to 119 degrees. Okay, and where do they want you to bend it to? Well, they say anything over 120 is okay. My goal is 128 degrees. Your regular knee bends 135 degrees. So my goal is to get it to about 128, 125 to 128. Uh, They say it feels better when you walk and stuff with it like that. So that's my goal. But them girls down there at Carson's down there in Benton, Kylie and all them, they're excellent girls down there to take care of you. Fantastic. Thanks Thanks for coming in. We'll do it again on Wednesday here on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. Duck will be back, and we'll have a full crew here. But you know what? It's a full crew when just Duck Man is here. That's exactly right. Pat Davis is up next, your health care man. We'll be bringing him into the uh, studio, and he's going to tell you how to save some money when it comes to health care. That's always a good thing. Saving money is a good thing. All right. More coming your way in a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
finish up a wednesday show today with something really important here in just a few weeks open enrollment gets underway again on your uh, health care plans and that's why pat davis has stopped by because he is your health plan man you can find him at yourhealthplanman.com and you need to talk to him because he does it a little bit differently in that he saves you a whole lot of money and you just might get a check from the company right i mean yeah i'm gonna let you explain all that but before we explain that you're looking at him you like the shirt you like the, I'm, I'm saying this to the folks that are on facebook live they're looking at him he's looking awful dapper today he's got his sorrento shirt on he's got his uh his hat on his cap looking awful good looking european today he spent 18 days 18 days in italy that's pretty good did you get to rome for a while yep how, sure how many days? Uh, we were in Rome for two days. Okay, so did you get to see all the sites for Rome? Uh, the main ones. Went to the Vatican, saw the Sistine Chapel. That's yeah. impressive, that huh? That is impressive. To hear yes. about it and to see it are two different oh, things. Man. It's pretty incredible. It yeah. really is. You see David while you were hanging around? Um, we we did not. I had some issues. You know, I've been having some problems with my health. Thankfully, right. I have the insurance I do. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't change my health. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. But that's why you got the insurance to <clears throat> yeah. take care of those issues. Yep. For sure. But so he, what was the, I'm going to just, one thing that really made the trip. Oh boy. That's so tough. You know, yeah, don't a, say pizza. No, no. Well, that was good too, but <laughs> w- the the several different things that by themselves would be a once in a lifetime experience. Mm-hmm. We had multiple ones of those. My wife's favorite, probably one of mine, maybe my number one was riding in a gondola and having, you know, being sung to in a gondola. The guy was singing to you? Yeah, we had a a singer and an mm-hmm. accordion player along with the gondolier. So maybe we didn't want the gondolier to sing to us. I don't know. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> I don't. Is he all right? He, yeah, he didn't. He didn't sing. But boy, when he, when they started to sing, Volari in Italian and going out into the Grand Canal and gosh, that was incredible. How was it? Because I've I've heard some people say, you go. That's Venice, correct? Yes. You go to Venice. Number one, it's sinking, just so everybody knows. But number two, <laughs> I you were over there. Well, it was probably getting a little cooler. Uh, in the height of the heat, it can smell awful nasty. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have that. Good, so that was good. I'm glad to hear that. It was pretty warm, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, it was just we had a blast. We we ended in in Terracini, uh, Sicily, which we just loved. That we just walked and found some like caves and 25 degrees cooler than you know outside in the heat, and you know just enjoyed it. Lots and lots of memories. Lots of memories. You know, Zach, everybody knows who Pat Davis is. Did you know that? They do. Everybody knows who Pat Davis is. In fact, when they were at, uh, when they went to uh, to Rome and were there uh, where the Pope was, the Pope was standing up on a balcony <laughs> and they all had the hats on. And a guy was standing uh, <laughs> kind of about six six people down 
And he was asking his friend, which one of them up there is the Pope? He says, I don't know, but that guy over there, that's Pat Davis. <laughs> they know yeah. who Pat Davis is. I'm just telling you. It's Pat Davis. <laughs> so, Pat, tell me and, and tell my listeners, they need to be aware you don't want to do business the way you've continued to do business. Now's the time to make the change. Yeah, basically, you've got two mindsets when it comes to healthcare, and one of them is to really try to insure against what I call the lottery of health diseases, uh, where that multiple, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousand plus bills um, that could happen. But the other side of that is that you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to have checkups, you're going to have preventive care, uh, those kind of things are what most people want in health insurance. They want to be able to take care of on that level. And our philosophy is an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. Well, that is we grew up with, right? Well, in all seriousness, what happens with our insurance is we pay people to go to the doctor. And if they are smart and they shop and they use the network that we offer and recommend they will get money from the insurance company. It's just that simple. The reason we had an extended trip in Italy is because um, we had some procedures. My wife and I, between the two of us, have had over $30,000 in medical bills this year. Those are fake. That's not a real number. And we get to take advantage of all the discounts. And then the insurance company puts its money on the table, and all said and done, we're probably a couple thousand dollars to the good with my deductible mat and all of that. I mean, you can't see that with any other kind of insurance. You've got to explain this to people because people yeah. are hearing you and they're going, what? Yeah, explain yep. what. Yeah, know. and there's there's limited that I can explain, but what I can tell you is one philosophy is you go, you pay your premium every month, you have a claim, you pay your money, you pay your deductible, you pay your 20% for an 80-20 plan, up to a certain amount, and the insurance company kicks in. Well, that sounds good until you go to a place like the surgery center of Oklahoma City and you have, let's say, a pacemaker implant, all right? Cash is all they take there, and that's less than $10,000. You go to Baptist Hospital in Little Rock, and you have the same procedure done, and it's going to bill your insurance company one hundred grand. That's a crock. That is sick. And this is what continues to go on over and, and over and over and over. It, that's why it keeps going up in price. Yeah, absolutely. The Oklahoma Surgery Center in, in Oklahoma City, like I said, they have had zero increases in the last 20 years and three decreases in their prices in 20 years. There isn't a healthcare crisis in America that's real. There is a, a, a manufactured healthcare crisis in this country, and it just continues to be driven by politics. So you have a lady in Arizona, she gets bit by a rattlesnake. He's got his don't tread on me little sign over yep. there. I see it every time. She gets bit by a rattlesnake. It costs $400 for the antivenom, and they build the insurance company. Dave, this is sick, $80,000. $80,000 for a $400 serum. Those kind of things happen over and over and over and over and over. And I have people say, well, that's just the way it is. It's that, the way it is why? if you let it be the that's way it I'm is. That's what I'm saying. It, isn't that silly? 
Well, that's just the way it yeah. is. Would you feel that way if it was your house payment? Yeah. Or your car payment? Of course you wouldn't. Yeah, and here's the thing. Think about going to the grocery store and loading up two carts of groceries and waiting to get a bill two weeks later. No one's going to do that. You're going to know how much it costs before you leave the store. And in a lot of cases, you know, before you even go, a little bit of an idea of what it's going to cost. Health care is one of the only things there is where you never can find out what it's going to cost you until the event is over. And one of the biggest things, our president is very proactive on this. He's trying to get all the insurance companies, I mean, all the, the providers, the hospitals, to post their pricing online. But here's the thing. If you look and see it costs $100,000 for a pacemaker, that's what they're going to bill your insurance. There's nothing you can do about it. Even though you know it costs less than ten, if you pay cash, they're not going to do anything about it. They're going to work the system. They're going to play the game. And the providers and the insurance companies and a bunch of middlemen, a million middlemen, take all that money instead of like me in my situation. I can look and go, okay, I know that in our area, if it's okay to name a provider. Is go that, ahead. Okay, in our area, I know St. Vincent's going to take good care of me because they give me a good discount. And I was in the emergency room, and my discount was almost the whole bill. It was incredible. When I went to the hospital five days in June with a pulmonary embolism, almost died. This was not a cool thing. My bill was $15,000, and then I had some other, you know, not surgery, but uh, visiting doctors and different things like that. Anybody comes in and says, how are you doing? You say, fine. You go, okay, that'd be yeah. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Eighteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So especially when you start having them come in and look at CT scans and stuff yes, like yes. that and read them. Um, we're all in the wrong profession that way. But when when I get my bill and it's fifteen thousand dollars and I go, that's what a fake bill. I know it's a fake bill. And my final bill was 10000 something. My deductible was a certain amount. After they took out my deductible, paid my bill and everything, I had almost $3,000 left over, and I received a check from my company. That's what you're asking about or talking about. Yeah. I received a check from my company for almost $3,000. So there's nothing like that out there. Your alternative is to always pay money out of your pocket. So somebody goes and they say, you know what? I had a $100,000 bill, and I only had to pay $8,000 out of my pocket. Well, guess what? That same eight, that same bill, I would have paid much less out of my pocket, or I may have even received a check. Got a check back. Yeah. So if I send someone to the doctor and we give them a, an allowance, if you would, and say, if you spend more than this, you'll pay the difference. If you spend less than this, you're going to get a check. People are going to be smart, and they're going to go to the doctor and say, you know what? I'm expecting when I get done, I'm going to have a check. But if your doctor is not in our network, doesn't matter. My personal doctor is not in our network. My wife's doctor is not in our network. But guess what? We go to them anyway. We just go and pay cash, get a great discount, send in our bill, and we get reimbursed. And, you know, we end up with either very little out of pocket. My wife's plan is actually better than mine because we have a new plan. She was the number 10 person in the United States to get on this plan with our company. And myself, I would have, but I'd already had that situation where I was in the hospital. My wife will get a check every time she goes to the doctor. 
in or out of network. Now, you tell me anywhere you see some. I have people say, oh, I, I only have a $10 copay. That's fine. Pay $10. I get a check. What should you rather have? Yeah. And I talked to a lady. She said, I can go to the tribe in Oklahoma, and I don't have to pay anything for my health care. I said, you can go to your doctor here in Arkansas, and you'll get a check, and you don't have to pay to go to Oklahoma. And she was like, wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a it whole new mind. travel to Oklahoma. It costs to travel, yes. And free is good, but better than free, getting money back is even better. And people say all the time, why are your prices, why is what you're doing so low and so different? My question is, why is everybody else's locked into that old system, and why are everybody else's prices so high? All right. And they will continue to be that way until people say, I've had enough of it. I want to get out of that system. All right. 20 minutes after 5, if you want to ask your question, 501-823-0965. If you're here in the area, it's just 823-0965. Remember, you can get a hold of Pat Davis at yourhealthplanman.com or call him at 501-605-6935 and uh, he'll talk directly to you. Yeah, and text. Yeah. Love to text him. Yeah, text him. All right, 520, we've got to get a break in. Let's do that. we got more coming your way. Uh, a little later on, I'll tell you what to expect tomorrow uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. But right now, here's a break to make some money. All right, 20, I'm glad I don't live in California. 24 <laughs> minutes after five. Why do I say that, Zach? I just saw they turned off the power to over a third of the state to reduce wildfire risk that means no power at all for your refrigerator or if you if you're standing at the gas pump your the pump stop <laughs> yeah <it> just <laughs> those people are insane uh, all right so with us pat davis your health plan man.com i can't say that enough you need to go there your health plan man.com or text him at 501-605-6935 and find out what this can do for you. I mean, the person who's sitting out there listening right now, Pat, what should they be asking themselves? Uh, First of all, um, have they ever gone to the doctor and got paid, you know, to do it? (laughs) Um, It makes sense because the Medicare plans for seniors are doing this now. The Advantage plans, they pay... $25 $25 for a Walmart gift card or 15 or whatever, whatever it might be, different types of gift cards for them to go and have a checkup done to do whatever. Why? Because they basically get paid a premium by the government and whatever money they save, that's their profit as a company. So if people are healthy, they keep their money. Our insurance is brilliant, and our president is an amazing guy. I got to spend good time with him in Italy. That's where I was actually there because I won a trip uh, with our company. And one of the most brilliant minds in insurance in all of America, in fact, doctorate from Purdue University, and, and his actuary doctor, whatever he has for insurance, was like the the Purdue doctorate was a walk in the park compared mm-hmm. to that. That's how this is a brilliant person and understands that you have two different concepts for insurance. You can either pay your on the front end as a, as a client, right? Or you can have the insurance company put its money on the table and then the client kicks in what is, is left. It's brilliant and it keeps people in a lot better situation. So 
And it drives prices down. It drives prices down drastically. So we work with what's called transparent pricing. So my thing that I would say to anybody listening is just get a hold of me. If you've got insurance currently, let me see if I can get you a better rate. If you're paying $25 copay to go to the doctor, that sounds good. Or 5 or $10, we're going to probably pay you money to go to the doctor. I think that's a lot better. Yeah. It <laughs> um, you know, somebody good. said I was I was born at night, but it wasn't last night, right? Yeah, that's correct. So those are easy things to think about. Uh, if you've got a, a self, if you're self-employed, I help people who are self-employed every single day. If you have insurance through your work, I have people all the time are telling me, you know, I get my insurance from my husband's work, but we're paying so much for it. I can get them a better rate with their employer paying part of their plan. I can get them a better rate. And And I'm doing this every day. Maybe you're paying a decent rate. But then you look at your deductible. And it's huge. And you don't get to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And my new plan, I was saying my wife was the number 10 person in the United States on this plan. And um, there's no deductible unless you go to the hospital. And I have people all the time telling me, I went to get a colonoscopy. I, I had to pay that. It all went toward my deductible. My wife had one, and they had they you know they they found a polyp, so that becomes a surgery. Right now, she's getting checks, which actually helped to extend our trip when we were in Italy. Mm-hmm. We're getting checks from the company with all of our bill paid and everything else. So I, I've had people at church that said I had two and I never got paid. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a different insurance. But people only can break out of that system if they give me a chance. And so I just say, let me look and see if you're paying a lot or you're paying what you might think is a little, give me a shot at it. It only takes a few minutes. I don't share your information with anybody. And here's something else you need to know. If you're thinking about going and starting to shop for health insurance, get ready. You're going to get your head ripped off when it comes time. You're going to get calls, you're going to get emails, and you're going to get texts from insurance agents all over the country because they sell it. They sell your information over and over and over and over again. So if you go online and you put your information in somewhere, it's going to be sold. I promise you, unless you go to my website, I am local. I'm in Cabot. I don't give your information to anyone unless you get a plan. And then it's going to go to the company and they're going to take care of you. But mark my word, you will receive calls two, three, four years after you ask for information. So be very, very careful. And I'm independent. I can write for any company I want. I can write for the what I call big box insurance companies, but I choose not to because I don't like the game they're playing and I don't like the way they rip off people. It's the biggest legal scam out there by far. All right. So let me give the folks all this information. Then we got to take a break. Uh, your health Plan man, that's one word, all right? Yourhealthplanman.com if you want to get him on uh, the internet. If you want to text him or talk to him, 501 605 6935. That's 501 605 6935. And ask him any question. He's more than happy to answer any question you might have. His name is Pat Davis or If you want to find out right now, call us here at the studio at 823-0965. Our guest, Pat Davis, your health plan man, 
Website, yourhealthplanman.com, 501-605-6935. That's his cell phone. You can call him there. You can text him there. Let's go to Ed. He can't wait, so he's going to talk to you right here. Ed is in Conway. Hi, Ed. How are you? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm doing fantastic. Your question for Pat. Hey, uh, I've been looking at the like the MediShare and all that. What's your opinion on them, on that kind of plan? Okay, that's a that's a um, you're talking about a Christian like, share plan, and yeah, like Liberty. I don't get no sure. names, but I just no, no, I I understand. Um, uh, Christian, the most important thing to understand about Christian share plans is that they are not insurance. That's the most important right. thing to know. And uh, that's got its advantages, but it also has disadvantages. And the biggest one, I, I will tell you this, I've got a pastor and a good friend of mine. In fact, they were in my youth group. I was a youth pastor 30 years ago. And uh, one of them is a pastor today. He's 42 years old. And his brother was kind of like my right-hand man um, in in our youth group. And both of them are on my plan now. Both of them had a share plan. And the thing they both said that they that they were frustrated with the most was sometimes it took quite a while for them to get their money. And the other thing is when you walk into a provider, sometimes they're going to look at you like, hey, you don't have insurance. Um, now, that said, I really like, and, and I... It was okay to use the name, Dave. Or yeah, okay. I really like it's called Christian Healthcare Ministries. Um, a guy that I work with is kind of like my manager has spoken at their national convention twice. And what we do is we layer um, our plans with theirs. So basically, you would use our insurance, and then for extras or whatever that would be over a certain amount, you file manually a claim to the share plan, and then they kick in and pay their part. And a lot of times that means you're getting a check back from our insurance company or coming out with very, very little out of pocket. Um, one drawback with it is you've got to be you've got to be pretty healthy, and if someone um, you know they have to be a believer, they have to go to church. Uh, if they use tobacco, they're declined automatically, um, and some of them are different right. than yeah, others. That, yeah, you that, know. Yeah, yeah. They, they they told me that I did, but they told me I got a ninety day period where I got to quit and then. I got to send them some kind of blood work, make sure it ain't my system. Yeah, and I and I totally understand it. I would really like to chat with you if um, if you wouldn't mind. I can get back in contact with you, and we can chat for a little while. I can tell you a little more about what I do, and also a little bit more about the share plans and why I recognize or I recommend the Christian healthcare specific ministries. It's a okay, great so great right. plan. I want you to talk to uh, Zach. Zach, pick up on line one and. Give him your number and let uh, Pat give you a call, yeah, all right? Hey, uh, I, yeah. I wrote his number down. I was listening to your show. I'm going to give him a call tomorrow. Okay. And, yeah, I'm at work right now. I'm on break. I'm supposed to be on the phone, so. <laughs> okay, are you like in the closet and you got your you got your hand over your phone so your boss can't see well, you actually, talking? Yeah, actually, my break's <laughs> up. I'm supposed to be inside here, so. <laughs> okay. We'll talk yeah, to you but, later. Uh, yeah, my, my health insurance at work now is, is outrageous. I got $3,500 deductible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't pay for nothing. When I go see the doctor, it's it's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm I don't want to pay for insurance. I can't use it. I, yeah, I agree. You know what my deductible yeah. was here? Six thousand dollars. Yeah, mine was over ten, 
under my Obamacare plan. I mean, it's incredible. Just, yeah. And you're right, brother. And yeah. I will tell you this, that lots and lots of people every week, I hear that same thing. I'm tired of paying for insurance and I don't even get to use it. Everything yeah. goes toward my deductible. Two calls yeah, just to say, today like to, that. I'm scared to, go to, uh, scared to go to the doctor because what they're going to charge me. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 we'll I'm take good you. care All of right, you. All right, Dad. Thank you. Go back to work before the boss sees you. We like you, man. Thank you very much. Good good talking with you. Again, uh, if you want to call Pat uh, after the show, 501-605-6935. He can give you, give you all the information that you're looking for. Or you can text him there as well. If, if you're like me, I like to do the texting. Thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather not get into a phone conversation. I'd much rather text. Or if you want to go to the website, it's yourhealthplanman.com. Now, this is different than most of the healthcare insurance out there, and that's a good thing because they send you a check instead of you having to pay all that money. Yeah, you know, Dave, one thing that I have found is continues to bring confusion I mean, let's just face it. I don't know of anything healthcare-wise that brought more confusion to our country than Obamacare. I'm just telling you how I feel. Um, But people still think they're going to get fined if they change insurance or they do whatever. There is no mandate. Not now. Yeah, the only person who is going to get penalized is a person who's on a large group. Some of those large groups have still got penalty and some different things like that. But if you are self-employed or you have a small group you're a part of or you just have your own private insurance in general, there is no mandate that you have to have health insurance or you get penalized. The other thing is open enrollment is November 1st to December 15th. That's around the corner, and it's going to be like a free-for-all. People are going to be coming in from all over the place in the country to Mm -hmm. get plans. I can write you a plan today. I have lots of people that are coming to me and saying, I want to beat the rush. I want to get ahead of the curve, and I can do that. I write plans all year round. There is no open enrollment with my plans, which I love. And so if you're thinking, man, I'm going to, in November, I'm going to get a hold of Pat. That's fine, but you can call me now. We can talk today. We can talk get tomorrow. Get it set up in now. The next Start days. saving money now. Absolutely. And and if nothing else, you can get a good idea of where you're going to be at. And one thing I just want to really reemphasize, if you go out and start calling insurance companies, especially any of them they advertise on TV or any of the main ones that are advertised online, you are going to get called and called and called and called. And I don't mean you're going to get 10 phone calls. I mean you're going to get calls for three years, for five years, because that's how us insurance, we insurance agents get our contacts many times we find people that have asked for information on health insurance and we pay and another person pays and another person pays and another person pays and you get called to death called i do not share any of your information and i'm independent so i can go to any company out there for you so i can become a one-stop shop for my clients so you don't have to worry about going and getting 10 different bids and doing all that and i can show you what true pricing looks like when you get to be in control 
as you have one more minute here. Oh, whatever. You're, you're, okay, you're so before I left, as he was telling everybody, I went to Italy, my wife and I, recently. And before we left, I went and bought a sport coat. I paid $35 for this sport coat. I can go to Dillard's today and pay $250 for it. The same coat. Why would I do that? Maybe pride? I don't know. So why would I spend $150 for a, a, a doctor if I have another doctor who's going to charge me 75 with a discount of a network? Mm-hmm. And then I have an insurance company that's going to pay me. We have one plan. It pays over $150 if you go to the doctor. My wife, if she goes to the doctor and both my wife and my doctors are not in our network, if she goes and pays cash gets her discount that cash offers, which is really good. And, and then a few gets, ways you can still spend That's exactly cash. right. And and then gets money from the insurance company. She's going to get a large check for just going to the doctor, going to the hospital, going for other things. And our deductible only comes into play when you go to the hospital. So many times people don't even have a deductible come out of pocket. Whereas, like you said, yours was six thousand. Mine was like ten five or twelve five. Um, and, and if you didn't hear me the first part of the show, I was in the hospital for five days with a pulmonary embolism. Almost died in June. If I would have had my insurance plan that I had before with Obamacare, I probably would have. I would have had a heart attack when I saw my bill. <laughs> but I would have paid out of a twenty thousand dollar what I call fake or fifteen, excuse me, fifteen thousand dollar fake bill. I would have paid over ten thousand dollars of that money. Ten thousand. My discount was more than five or around five. My deductible was taken out. They paid all the providers, paid the hospital, and I had twenty eight hundred dollars left over. I got a check. Dave has seen it. I've shown it yep. at different times when I'm on the show to people who watch on Facebook live. I've shown copies of my checks. I think he's got a copy of it here still. Twenty eight hundred and sixty two dollars and some change. Keep talking. Yeah. So, you know, we have people that are constantly looking for help. They say, I'm tired of paying so much. I'm tired of paying a mortgage payment for my health insurance. My, my employer's paying half, and I'm still paying way more out of pocket than I want to. And I hear these things over and over and over and over again. And yet, when I reach out to people, they're like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know. I think that's the only kind of insurance there is. Uh, I don't have any. It's the only way that you're ever going to get out of that system well, right yeah, there. Th- this is the thing. If, you, if you're saying, I don't really understand how this is working, then call. Exactly. I mean, look, if it's going to save you a bunch of money, if it's going to save you a bunch of hassle, doesn't it make sense to check it out? That's the way I feel about it, I mean, it if, they told, if, if he was here telling you how <clears throat> instead of spending $55,000 for a new pickup truck and he had a way for you to buy the pickup truck and it's only going to cost you $25,000, would you call or would you just go out and willy-nilly spend the extra money? That's the key here. Be proactive. Take control. Take responsibility and control yourself. 501-605-6935 is the number. Text there, call there. You can get a hold of Pat there or do it on his website, yourhealthplanman.com or call right now here on the station. Ask your question right now. 
All right, we're back. Wow, what happened there? <laughs> Did the machine take over? I was just saying, AI has taken over. That's what it is. All right, Pat Davis is our guest. Yourhealthplanman.com is his website. His phone number is 501-605-6935. Text or call him there. Now, can you zero in on that uh, that check for me? For the folks that are watching this on Facebook Live, and there we've got it up for people to look at Facebook Live. How much is that check worth? $2,862.71. Okay. Let him see again. Don't don't pull it down. He's, uh, Zach is over zooming in. He's got it. Okay. So okay. everybody saw it. It's yeah. Not, it's not anybody's imagination. It actually happened. Yeah. I mean, my bill's paid. The providers are happy, and I get a check. That's a pretty good deal. If you have insurance through your work, call or text me or go to my website, yourhealthplanman.com. If you have private insurance that you just picked up on your own, call, same way, text, do whatever. If you are self-employed, you just have nothing to lose. If you're on a share plan, any of the Christian share plans, I'm not here to... Uh, be mean that, but you need to talk to me. You need to understand how those work and what are some of the shortcomings of those things. And like I said, I've got a pastor friend who was on a share plan for a long time, and he now has my health insurance. And some people keep the share plan and the health insurance, and they work together. But here's something to think about. No share plan is health insurance. That's important. Because if something happened to a health insurance company, the government, not the government, but it's actually called a a reassurance is what it is, that bails them out, okay? Okay, so the money's there, it comes in. Yeah, the money's there. So if a share plan goes under, you've just lost your money. There's nothing that you have to show for it. But the other concern that you should have is if bunches of people had a pandemic break out within the share plan, they're all having to pay for each other. There's no big central place that's paying for it. You're paying for each other's care. That's correct. So they're going to pray for you, but they might not pay for you. So you need to understand that. That's kind of one of our mottos when it comes to this. Again, I'm a big believer in using a share plan along with our health insurance. It's a great, great combination. Have a backup. Yeah, by all means, please uh, give me an opportunity to talk to you about that. Um, and then, you know, this is open enrollment coming up. I am just helping people left and right right now. I'm working day and night. I'm working weekends. I am going to be, hey, we've talked about this. I'm going to be at the Cabot Fest. That, that's uh, coming this weekend. Yep. Come on out and party. Yep. I'll be at Cabot Fest on Saturday, and I'll be right over on main street got a really nice booth you'll see your health plan man a big banner and uh, come on out we've got some really nice not the cheap kind but some really nice pens okay and you we're some gonna swag to hand yeah out. we're gonna give away a hundred dollar restaurant gift card oh, you know cool. we might even do two we're just still kind of looking restaurant? through that we aren't sure yet it might be a variety so people can take a pick that way you know, if they like rest, one rest, my favorite restaurant in cavity is naru Really? Like Nehru's. Okay, yeah. Oh, man, I love that place. Yeah, yeah. 
If I could eat there every day, I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. But I like Oriental food. They do a good job. Yeah, yeah. And my wife's a real big fan of Oriental food. That's not my favorite, but I usually find something that I can eat, and we can both go together. So what's, so, the, what's, so what's the next trip that you're trying to work towards? Oh, my next trip is going to be the American Riviera, which is Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're not going to fly a bunch of people to Italy. <laughs> okay, so now I was going to say, you're going out there. Okay, you're not going to the Redneck Riviera. No, no, do no. You, do you go there ever? Um, I love going over to, you know, uh, Panama Beach and all of yeah. that, in that area in Florida, up in the coast. I've been to Destin. Yeah, well, that's, yep. that's Redneck Riviera. It's <clears throat> yeah. a good place. Well, I've, I've only been there once. Um, my wife and I actually went and saw the president over there which was pretty cool okay yeah that was president trump was there huh yes very cool yep he was there and he was there uh that was before he was um no that was right after he was nominated now i think about it good so that was pretty cool to go and to hear him speak yeah Yeah, we enjoyed that a lot special guy man yeah so i i really like that but what we do is different, Dave. That's the best thing I know how to say. We take and care of people. And I keep telling people. Yeah. I know it sounds different. It sounds different than what you've always heard because mm-hmm. it is different than what you've always heard. Doesn't mean that it's not better than what you've heard. Okay. Yeah. So here's what you have to do. you got to call Pat. His number is 501 605 Six nine three five. I'm going slow because I've been told that I give the numbers up too fast. Sometimes five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five, and you can text him there, or you can call him there. You can also go on the internet and reach him at yourhealthplanman.com. dot com. That's easy to remember. Your health care. Uh, your health plan man. Uh, dot com and uh, his name is pat davis and if you want to meet him at the cabot fast fest this weekend you'll be hanging out on yep. main street be out there all day doing your thing yep your wife going to be there yep sure is I, I can't imagine people would stop to talk to you she's the pretty one <laughs> they'll be stopping to talk Amen to you because to she's that. there I know. I know. I'm telling the truth. I tell the truth. That's exactly All right. right. 501-605-6935 is the number to reach Pat Davis. And, oh, he's got he's got it on our screen safe. Yeah, from the Italian Very good. trip. All right. Oh, by the way, I've got one minute. Tell everybody the, uh, what was it, the Venice Film Festival was going on? Was oh, yeah. We were there. Saw Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, we were there. Uh, I didn't see him. But the the actors and actresses were there. I didn't even know what was going on. And I started looking into it after we were there. And I was like, wow, we we missed an opportunity. They had a big red carpet. We walked right by it. And it was pretty big. You mean you didn't sneak over on it? No, we were being ushered into our event that we were having. Oh, you just snuck over on the red carpet. Yeah, onto the red carpet. That would have been so much. Got thrown in prison in in Venice. (laughs) They wouldn't have thrown you in prison. They just thrown you off the red carpet. Yeah. All right, Pat. It's always a pleasure to have you on the air. I Thanks want to thank so you for much. coming by again. Don't forget his number: five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five, or his website: yourhealthplanman.com. dot com. 
We'll get with you again before the year's out, bro. Uh, Rivadeci. Wow, he even <laughs> learned it a little Italian while he was over there. But he didn't eat any uh, of the kind of freaky food over there. No. No eggplant. No. <laughs> oh, man, come on. All right. Got to get a break in. I'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Uh, the governor's spokesperson is going to be on with me in the first hour. I think we're going to have somebody from Gun Owners of America come by, talk Second Amendment. And uh, we, I'll dig some other people up. They like being on this show. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a good night. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.